Hey, what were you thinking during that last run, Earl? You know, it was going pretty good. My halfway to the flop coal valve burner started smoking. The hydro fence finger spurting off the manifold drive. And if I didn't over flood the drive, got some of that last pine trying to unplate that hydro coil. And if I couldn't do that, I was going to have to shut her down. Hey, what the hell are you talking about? Like you're following him at home, the hydro pin, the cool. Sure, you had to shut her down. What options did you have, Earl? None! Well, I used to wake the morning for the rooster crow Searching for soda bottles to get myself some dough Run them down to the corner Down to the country store Cash them in and give my money To a man named Curtis Lowe boys i think that intro was up to ellis's standards what do you say that was pretty smooth i just have to say so you know what else i have to say and we are back for another week of svs fly fishing podcasting hey tonight we have a guest mr dustin hines i can't wait to talk to him we haven't seen him what a year and a half no it's always a treat when you talk with i love talking to that dude this will be a good (laughs) one for sure he does a lot. He does a lot of stuff too. He, you know, he does a lot of hunting. He does a little bit of even small game bird hunting and stuff with his son. And no son's gotten his first muskies on fly this year yeah. and everything. So that should be should be some good talk. Speaking so. of that, uh, we're calling Dustin a little bit later tonight because he's sitting in a tree stand. I think as we speak. So we give him a little bit a ring a little bit late. Not not too much inside <laughs> baseball, but. And he's uh, in Illinois, right? Yes, sir. Hour behind. Be in a. I'd be in a tree stand too, man. If I lived out there every waking moment, that's a. Uh, You're in a tree stand every waking moment here. Yeah, dude. We're here, and there's nothing cool to do here. So. Ohio's shut down now too. No, no. We could still hunt. I actually took a day off because I feel like uh, it's just a period where you're probably you you could probably harvest some does. I don't I don't know. Bucks aren't really. I'm sure they're killing big bucks. That's what they do in Ohio everywhere. But in my area, deer aren't moving as they were the last few weeks. They're either locked up with does or you got to be right where there's hot does. They're not flying around. They're not running. You know, you They got lost low... that reckless abandon. Well, it's not that. It's just it's time to breed. So if there's a deer that's ready, bet your ass they're right there. That doe isn't going to run off. She knows what's up. It's time. And I know at 2 in the morning... And it's time to breed. That's when I'm craziest, man. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm running everywhere. I'm not checking both ways before I cross the street. <laughs> no, no my going. head's down going. <laughs> well, I'm saying it definitely movement has slowed down in that aspect. But I, I've seen some deer. I was out pretty hard throughout the week. But like I said, I took a took a little break to uh, go try some fishing. You gotta have nine lives. You stay up. You'd have got hit on a road <laughs> many times. Dude, by I was now. bird dogging girls left and right. <laughs> uh, like you said, if I was a muskie, I'd have been caught already ten oh, times. I'd, I'd be a horrible fish. <laughs> I'd be the smallest fish in the frying pan. <laughs> so, um, Thanksgiving is this Thursday. Uh, we're taking next week off. So, if anyone wants some SVS podcasts, just go back and listen to an old one. Uh, we're yeah, we're not gonna be around. I've tried posting old shows before, never get around to it. Uh, not gonna be home. Just go back and listen to an old one if you want to listen to us next Monday. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of good old ones to go back through. Well, we're gonna have what our our guest last week we were into. You know, he got busy, got wound up having to work a little extra. So Michael McNaught, we have him back on. There's a great episode with him from before. There is. So, I mean, there's probably a few things on there we're not going to touch on again, but something you can get caught up on on the next one, too. Um, one that I've seen everyone always likes to listen to. Go back and check out that Kelly Gallup. That, that's a great show. Uh, go back and check out Conway Bowman. These are all fun shows. Just had a couple comments on Gunner. Gunner, I mean, his yeah. episodes. Brian Cataract was a good one. Not a name that a lot of people know, but that was a good conversation. So Old one that was good, too, I remember. Norby. Yes. Norby was fun. The last Andreas was really, really good too. He was cracking beers and ready to talk. So I know. That was a fun we're one. we're due for another one with him now that we have the good soundboard and there's a few of them. We got to get Kelly back on again. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marlon, I told Marlon he needs to come back yeah. on now that we have sound quality uh, <coughs> fixed. Big year too. He got a lot of fish. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, so. there's there's quite a few that now we got the new system that I think we need to touch on again and get some better sound quality with. So now that we uh we have better sound quality and everything we have a show that's brought to us by certain companies and one of them is predator flag gear check them out at predatorflaggear.com arex hooks now fresh and salt water so anything you need they got one arex hooks.com sims fishing find them at simsfishing.com it's got got a few new things in the mail you see you've been shopping Ooh. a lot on that yeah. site lately got a few new things in the mail uh one of them's here i actually the guys tried it on nice jacket uh the challenger insulated jacket man it's a little small it's a little small for Chad. <laughs> a medium, but a medium is actually a decent sized jacket. Uh, surprisingly, I I thought it would be even tighter on me, and I'm I'm an extra medium guy, you know. So it it fits perfect though. You can put nice hoodie underneath it, and you're ready to rock. Also, check out Yeti. They have some of the toughest built stuff for the wild coolers, ramblers, coffee, everything. Check them out. And we are broadcasting tonight from the Urban Fly Co. studios. Yeah, check them out at urbanflyco.com. I didn't even clear that with Mark. I just brought that up. I love that. That's, <laughs> that's what it's getting called. My head that's over. what it's getting called from now on. What you talking about, Willis? Urban Fly Company Studios. And while you're at the urbanflycompany.com, check out uh, some all-store genetics. Yeah, speaking of, I've got a handful of all grizzlies. Uh, so if there's something particular from pretty much C grade to Hoy up through the best Joel has, I got a handful of them now. Let Ooh, new shipment. You didn't even tell us. Ooh. Hidden. <laughs> hidden. 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 Keeping on the DL. There were some hidden ones that uh, I was retaining for a while for myself, but I think there's going to be a couple of them left over then, too. But you need to purge? Mm-hmm. Time to purge. 
And why not fishing? Check out their app, The Dock. I know there's always I'm getting messages or emails, new stuff adding on there all the time. Yeah, man. So tonight, uh, like I said, we got Dustin coming up here in about half an hour. I think we should talk about the anatomy of getting ready for a, a big trip, Jay. And everyone else. But Jay and I are going on a big trip. This is Jason's trip. This is Jason's Jason's trip. Now he got Chad he got Chad wrapped up in it. He's got some other followers. He got a few old men going with him. You know, hobble around on the rocks. I'm gonna be hobbling around on the rocks. <laughs> Shit after today. <laughs> Let, let's talk about that real quick. We're old men. Well hold on, hold on. Let's let's pray. I guess mention that you said Thanksgiving. Yes. So so now now we're coming of age to the the newest first day of of gun season. Is that what day are you leaving? You guys are leaving Friday? We're leaving Black Friday. Black man. Friday. We're getting out of town before everybody goes out and shoots guns on Saturday, and and PA becomes like World War Three. Becomes the orange pumpkin patch. Oh, it's it's gonna light up for one day, and then it's gonna be ghost town. Not that every you know, it's probably be a, a woods full of people like, oh, let me move my tree stand. Oh, let me. Let me find that deer I shot last night. So it's it's not really going to be a day of break, I don't think. You so know what I mean? What happens with that? If you do shoot a deer on Saturday and it runs, and you have to go track it on Sunday, you're are, good to go. Are you mm. allowed to take a? No, no weapon. Wouldn't be allowed to hunt. So you have to club it over the head. Well, your or your knife. Saying your efforts are that you know if you really want that deer, dude. I just seen a post on Facebook. This or no, this was on Instagram. I think it's somewhere, I guess, local, PA. Five days, like eight miles, these guys track this deer with help from, like, the game commission or something. Some fly guy, some dude who fly fishes, his, his brother shot this deer. It was a decent eight point. It wasn't five days. I don't know if I, you know, I, they said they lost blood a couple of times. Dude, that's that's a wild story right Did they there. Up, they ended up finding it? Yeah, they had a picture of the deer. Like, uh, uh, five days, my deer usually heal up and... Get the hell out of there for five days. <laughs> you see him while you're driving then. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, he's okay. You wave yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. but that's a, that's a wild story, man. But uh, no, I don't know. I don't know what this is going to do. We got, you said Thanksgiving. I think we got two days of uh, hunting there for fall turkey. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. We were talking it used to be the three days. Yesterday I, I was wondering. Party. I asked my uncle. I'm thinking about buying a PA license, you know, and give the give that game commission what they want they want that out of state you know oh there's a new first day and hell i'll do it but i got you know multiple days of you I'm got right money there. to burn well i'm right there <laughs> i'm i'm so close and then ohio's only in for a week not that you know the areas i hunt are, are for me good at for gun season they are but not like bow i have way more success in bow season some of the spots i get to hunt so yeah i did you start letting the guns off, deer get pretty scared where I'm at. They start running into people's out between houses. They're like, "We're just gonna stay here." Yeah, you, you, we tricked you, <laughs> got you now. But <clears throat> yeah, everybody's getting ready, setting stands up, uh, shooting the rifles off this week. But what is it? Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Thursday, Friday? I think the two days of of uh. Turkey's going to be fall turkey. I don't know. We we talked about the day you came over, and yeah. I, I didn't know that. I asked my uncle. I'm pretty sure them are the days he said. But we also got bear on Monday. So bears comes in tomorrow. You know, it's a week full of hunting before 
the first day of deer, which is going to be two more weeks hunting. PA is nonstop hunting. Yeah, man. Whether whether you get Sundays off or not, or think that would help or not help, I don't. There's just there's always people in the woods. It's I don't know. I, I like I said, I'm probably the only one table, but I'm I'm still against Sunday hunting because I like being in the woods on Sundays. But you know that's just me. I'd like to be in the woods on Sundays too and hunting. But you don't hunt, so who cares? I, I would hunt if I had Sundays. Don't to hunt. you? Don't you got a hunting license? <laughs> yes, I would. Jason, you got a hunting license, right? Yeah. Uh, no, but I'm getting it. Oh, I thought you went to the courthouse and got... I did, but the things were shut down. Remember I talked about that on here? Oh, you didn't get a license or a tag? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you had... So I, I thought you were uh, going to need some help. So, Chad, you, you're the man with, that needs the help. I got two tags. Oh, uh, man. I definitely know where deer are. And my my buddies, they're all going to hunt PA. My uncle, my family, all those guys. Local. So Not that I would there. give them to you. I got a... I have to uh, spend money on a New York fishing license, but it'll be nice this year when we buy our license. If we end up going on the same trip next year, the license from this year will actually be good for next year because of how it all how it all falls. I already looked at it. Thanksgiving yeah. won't be so late. Yeah. Yeah. Even even so, that's so a reason. Nice. Cool. That's yeah. a reason to take a trip a week early. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, well, I, like, have to, I have the same days off, so. Well, I mean, in the aspect of if you're but like I I used to buy mine September mid September to fish, and then we'd go back. Right before mm-hmm. that, you know, mid-September, fish a couple of days just to get it in. So. Yeah, but they don't swing hammers over Thanksgiving break. I so love that's, what, that's I why love Jay goes. The, yeah, <laughs> now I have time. <clears throat> he's a, he's forced to have days off. So, yes. Jay, have You're you... You're forced to go fish then? Yes. So, yeah. Yes, I am. I know every weekend when I go fish, the whole week long, starting from Monday, I have stuff set out. So, by the time Sunday comes, I wake up and go. And I know you two are different. So... I've seen your procedure <laughs> that you've packed to at this point, and I am by far impressed. Because I am. I'm like aim about it. i got to have everything ready. You. How's your packing procedure coming? You know, usually <gasps> when I... bought waders. Usually, <laughs> usually when I do this stuff, He's I... going to go up there literally in a pair of waders, boots, and a jacket, nothing else. He's in t- a box. Well, Hold on. I tied more flies for a day oh, trip, shot. a half day trip to the trip today than he got for his fishing trip tonight. Usually my... I'm, I'm usually right on par, and I wash my clothes, have everything packed in. My clothes bags usually done in like a f- few days before. Yeah, I'm pretty good about going on the trips. I mean, I do it, you know, we do music pretty regularly, go on like about three trips a year. And I just, you know, I'm busy, dude. If I'm at home, I'm messing with something. I went home, I, Chad was like, why don't you come over early so we could pack, look at shit and just think about what we need. I ended up going home and I hooked up my dishwasher, you know what I mean? I I just had to do that with that time. I had no other time to do it. So and that's when I get home from work every day now. It's going to be washing clothes, packing bag, washing clothes, packing bags, washing, you know. You guys should practice tying up because I did so much of that today. Oh, that's yeah. What, you should, just so you don't get frustrated. That's what Evan's sit down, for. Sit down and break <laughs> your line after you tie it and say, damn it, and got to tie it again. So you, you'll be ready. I actually, since we got home from your uh, your daughter's party, I tied up six more liters with the 30-pound butt. So it's this, like an arm's length of 30, arm's length of 15, and then I got three spools of that 8-pound uh, Maxima. Came in the mail today on my doorstep. You should just use 30 to 8. I know, but it, it well, is. Well, I mean, it, uh, no, I, not, you're, well, not when you're doing the same. Like you're doing. Well, there's just going to be less. totally different up there. You've never cast no, a fly rod in that water. Less resistance you, no, you to want, get down. You want a, a taper so it turns your turns your fl- line over. 
a taper helps your line to flip over. And when you're picking up that much weight way up in the air above your head with your fly rod and you're pulling it back down and trying to flip over everything that's underneath it in a roll cast, if you don't have a taper, it's going to want to like Are you explaining extreme bobber fishing to me? Well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's a big point of it, yeah. But the other side of it is, too, is going from 30 to 8 when that fly's trying to sink, that's a massive difference. That thing is not going to sink parallel whatsoever. It's going to cut down, and one of the two is going to be way out of whack. Well, you want to be straight. You're gonna, you're you want to be straight losing. down as much as you can, you know yeah, what I mean? You'll end up losing fish because you're end up there, you'll get bites when the, there's too much slack in between the <clears> two of them. There's just too much movement possible there. I also uh, rigged up the old spay rod for not spay fishing. It's going to be a, a bobber rod. Oh, is it long? <laughs> Twelve and a half foot. Oh, yeah, that's nice. That, that'll be great for it. That'll make your casting easy. That will. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to roll cast. I didn't so put, easy. I didn't put that Skagit line on it either. So I'll have to give that back to you or use it later. But I just put on an old 10-weight floating line that I had. To work? Yeah. It's just a big head on it. It rolls out good, though? Yeah, it rolls out. And then it's just it has... Uh, the running line built in, mm. so I don't have to worry about messing with mono or anything. Yeah. So, and the reel I put it on has oh, the best drag in the world. Being sarcastic? No, that that one really does have a good drag. That's the that Orvis Hydros. Oh. Yeah. Uh, my eight weight, on the other hand, that's the one with the floppy reel. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You don't need a damn drag. I know. What the hell is sure, that for? Man. <laughs> I like having a nice drag down up there for sure. I'm sure. I'm. I'm. I have. A, I hope I burn this reel up. My dad has a nice older uh, Reddington. I'm. I'm pretty sure it's a Reddington, and uh, it's it's huge. It's what he used to fish with salmon, but so, it's huge. <sighs> it's got a nice large arbor on it. It should work well <coughs> enough. I think that's what I'm gonna end up using, and he'll use my nicer. You never found that reel? No, I never found it. What, what the WZF? I know, and I asked around. I don't know what happened to it. Uh, it'll it'll turn up somewhere. I'm sure it'll be t- somewhere in my garage with all the other junk that's in there now because my kitchen was de- moved out there. So that's like I I totally lost uh my extreme indicator floating line. It's gone. No idea. I thought it was in here somewhere in the podcast studio, but it's not. I tore this place apart yesterday looking for it. There was a lot of talk about the uh, the strip coming up too at uh, the fly tying night with PJ. He was out at the fly tying night. A couple other guys at a fly tying night. It had yeah. a nice little turnout, yeah, man. Nice, yeah, nice it was night. fun. Yeah. Derek brought his son out, and that was fun. That little kid, I never, the passion that kid has. He was pumped. Oh, that, he's going to have some trouble when he gets a little older. He's going to be addicted bad. Yeah. Well, at least he's got to probably stay away from drugs and just buy reels. Nah. It's an addiction. <laughs> uh, yeah, every, everybody got their own things they like. See, I like sports, but not with balls. I want I want to go hunting and fishing. That's where I stand out. Like that, you can't run with me, bro. Get no damn stamina. Get out of my way. <laughs> speaking Get of stamina, hole. Speaking of stamina, my heart almost exploded today. Perfect. That's what you want. That's how, that's oh, man. that's when you know you're alive still. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's when you know you're old and you shouldn't Shit. be doing what you're doing. Well, no. If you don't drag deer and you kill one, now your fat ass got to drag a deer. Okay. Get it right. So so. Build it up. Like, I, I don't walk as much as I used to. I'm about to, like... My I, I'm, I think I'm going to pick up small game hunting again just so I put the miles down. My fat ass is running a 5K on Wednesday, Thursday on Thanksgiving. Spur, a spur-of-the-moment 5K. <laughs> yeah. I did the last one from the couch, and I came in third in my age group. Perfect. So. <laughs> Out of four what, people. Uh, I think it was eight, Thanksgiving eight or Thursday? nine. I don't know, two o'clock? 
Yeah, minus two. So him, his wife, and my wife are all going to do a 5K and their kids, which means I'm going fishing. You coming? Yeah, we'll see what goes on. Yeah. I might have to. Yeah, because I could be back by noon. There you go. Is it so on Chad Thanksgiving or day before? We'll send pictures to Chad while he's running his 5K. Good deal. I'm going to listen to Corolla while I'm running. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? One day before or Thanksgiving No, it's on Thanksgiving day? morning. It's the, so, it's the gobble wobble. My sister will be doing it too with her kids. Yeah, that's true. Oh, her kids are going to smoke me. <laughs> I'm sure they will. <laughs> that, that's reserved for hunting and fishing. She'll be able to push two kids in a, in a in a cart herself or whatever it is in a little thing. Oh, I have no doubt your sister will beat me doing that. Your backwards. Si- your sister would beat me running backwards. <laughs> so, speaking of your sister, do we want to get into the story that uh, about her, her oh, son? Oh, this is great. <laughs> I don't think we've told it on the podcast. No, we haven't. <laughs> Go ahead, Chad. You start it off because you're the one who started the thing. And then I'll, I'll tell you, you know, the end of it, what I heard. Okay, on Halloween, we, uh, we took Jay's mom's car down to a Halloween party. We covered this uh, a couple podcasts ago. But we forgot my sunglasses in the car, so that Monday I had to stop at Neen's house and grab my sunglasses, and she was watching Jay's two nephews. So Ash and I are in there, and mind you, this was like four days after Jay got his his nuts clipped. So we were playing with the kids. They were, I was feeding them chocolates, getting them all hyper because we were going to leave. And I was like, hey, was it? Lucas and Nathan. Yeah. I think I think I told Nathan. No, you told Lucas. I told Lucas. Yeah, I said, he's hey, older. When you see your Uncle Jay, I want you to punch him right in the wiener. <laughs> and they were laughing and giggling. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, yeah. No, I'm being serious. Punch your Uncle Jay right <laughs> no, in the wiener. No, I'm being serious. <laughs> right in the wiener. <laughs> Mind you, this kid is uh, three? Three. Yeah, that, that's why I didn't say dick or balls. You should have said practice <laughs> on you and then just blocked it so you knew he was ready to go. So, so this is what I hear. So... Later on, my my sister and, and her husband, they're sitting at the table eating with their two kids, and and he's like, you know, he kind of like mumbles something, you know, kind of like to him, say, I'm gonna I'm gonna punch Uncle Jay in the wiener, <laughs> and, and and my my brother-in-law's like, what? What'd you say? He's like, I'm gonna punch Uncle Jay in the wiener, and, and immediately my brother-in-law he just cracks up, you know, he starts <laughs> dying laughing, you know, he can't hold a straight face, and my my sister's like, what? What would you do that? Where would you hear? What would you say that for? Because this is just out of the blue, you know? And and my brother-in-law starts putting two and two together. He's like, oh, Chad was at your mom's today. He must have he talked, talked to Chad. Chad told him to punch. Yeah, and then he's like, did you talk to some guy today about doing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to punch him right in a wiener. So has he done it yet? No, he hasn't. No, have to no he didn't, in. no. But... It was funny. They were they just out of the blue, sitting at the dinner table. I'm going to punch Uncle Jay in the wiener. So. That's they were there today jumping around like little maniacs. They were. There was no wiener punches to be had. No, thank gosh. <laughs> you didn't get hurt? No, I didn't. Uh, I'm sore, but I don't think I'm, I'm, I didn't so hurt you myself. You around it. What did you guys do? Your today? face got hurt. Because everybody listening doesn't oh, know yeah. what you did. Yeah, my, my pride got hurt a little bit when I got blasted in the face with a dodgeball. No, we mm-hmm. went to a... My daughter had her birthday <laughs> party at a trampoline park today, so Chad and I... I I got there a little early, threw my socks on, started pouncing around with my kid, and then Chad and his wife get there. I, I, I go into the room, and I'm like, grab a pair of socks. I'm like, here you go, buddy. I really didn't want to jump. I was like, oh, I don't want to do it. My wife's like, yeah, just jump, just jump. I was like, oh, I don't know. And Jay's like, yeah, put them on, put them on. And my wife's like, yeah, just do it. I was like, Ashley, 
I don't want to jump. <laughs> and, and so no, instead Nolan, of putting your foot down, you put your socks on. I put my yeah, socks jump on. Socks. I, I jumped. <laughs> it was fun. I'm, I'm, I would have been pissed if I didn't. <laughs> oh, dude, I was doing double front flips into the foam pit. Just I, face first in it. I did one front flip into it, and I scared myself because I didn't go far enough in. I was like, ah! like as I was flipping and coming down, I thought I was gonna bash my head off the side, like off yeah. the off the trampoline bar, because I didn't think I went far enough in, but I did. So it was all good. I didn't like that the foam pit because the foam felt like it was eating you while you're crawling out of it. <laughs> like I, I was having trouble getting out. Oh, that's sure. That's the whole point of the foam pit. I, I it might have been just my jelly belly, but <laughs> it, it, it probably was. You were sinking. <laughs> Gravity was working against me. But, yeah, it was a great time. I tell you, it's a workout, man. Bouncing like that, man, you, your body does not take to the You'll bouncing. You feel it in a couple of days. Oh, I feel You'll it right now. Well, it ain't, it ain't re- well, the stamina part, yeah, that's a workout there, but your joints, you're, you're like, my, going, you're going ankles. in there and really, like, putting pressure to the ligaments right now way more than you have. You ain't, you didn't stretch out for you guys. <laughs> no, here. no, you I didn't. would just start yeah. turning on and just go. Yes, they'd stretched out, and, I don't know, it, Tell me the last time you stretched out. Exactly. Uh, soccer. So, yeah. Soccer for, yeah. for so kids. It's been, so you months. stretched with kids. You're like, don't want to overdo it. right? You Absolutely. Easy on the stretching, kids. No, I, you got to teach kids to stretch. You. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling them how to do it. You're showing them pictures. No, I get my fat ass down on the ground. And I was stretching with the kids. There All I know, if I, would run, if I would go for, you know, a minute or two. I mean, I was I was coming back to the edge for a second, and it, like literally, my heart felt like it was going to explode. After dodgeball, I could not, I couldn't function. You came sat beside me. I was like, I hope he doesn't want to talk because I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> oh, we, so Chad and I, like, we go in the dodgeball place, and the kids are like, you know, hey, you know, grownups versus kids, you know. So all the kids, they were so we're pounding, we're pegging these little kids in the head with oh, dodgeballs. No balls. mercy. No yeah, mercy. Oh, we were just grabbing, catching their balls, just winging them right back at them as slow as I throw. And uh, and then the the uh, kid that works there, he's probably like 19, you know. Knows how to shape of his life. Yeah, does backflips for lunch while he's dodging dodgeballs and grabbing them think. in the air. So, oh, man, it throws the ball about 60, 70 miles an hour, it seemed like. Oh, you could do it. And he's like, I think I'm going to go on the kids' team. So he goes on the kids' team, and oh, man, he just starts wailing Chad and I with balls. See, he's crushing me. He crushed it, me. He hit me right in the face, dude. You see, I wouldn't have let that shit happen. I would have had to been like, now listen, son, I know you're only 19 and all, but you're going to die today. <laughs> oh, he, he took a couple, but he was pretty good. Oh, no, he would have took a lot of them. I, I, I've been around the block a few times. See, I ain't like Jason and Chad. I... I put my feet on the path a little more. I'm out there. You see me on the side of the road? I'm getting freaking exercise, bro. I'm I'm walking. I'm doing my shit. Like that's good stuff for you. Keep at it. Everybody, once you lose it, oh yeah, yeah. It's like the forty year old virgin. If you don't use it, you lose it. Oh, you'll lose it. That's I, for sure. I was pretty much in shape during soccer, and since soccer, I've been doing nothing but sitting back and drinking beers and getting ready for this trip, which means sitting on my duff. And tying flies. Anybody who uses a climbing tree stand, they're they're helping themselves in life. It, it's like the best core workout. It's like hell, like swinging an axe. Uh, it, not, you know, probably physically, but it'll keep you ripped, man. It definitely is a workout. Like, and then you got to walk with that stand. So, 
Yeah, all you. That's why I don't, all, that's why I don't like hunting. All the lazy dude. That's why I'm a la- I've, Hell I've done, with that. I've lazied out all the way I can. I can't get no closer to the side of the road. My tree stand trails are like twenty yards. I'm right there. Like uh, that's it. That's the end of it. If I do any more, when I get a deer, you know, Chad's heart was gonna explode. Mine exploded. And then I woke back up. <laughs> I still had to drag. You know what I mean? So yeah, shit ain't fun. So one more thing. Back to our fishing trip that I packed. That uh, is a little different than than Jay said he's done before. I packed a couple of cans of Sterno, and I'm going to take a five-gallon bucket down with us. So hopefully we can uh, just light the Sterno, put it in the bucket, and then just put your hands on top of that. That way you don't have to find wood to make a fire because it's it's late in the season. You should find a, a bunch top of, for that bucket. Maybe if I knew someone that worked at a sporting and, goods store and got me a deal on a no, top you for a bucket. You don't want a bucket with a top that's a deal. You want to cut the, some holes in that bucket top you know what i mean keep shit that needs to not freeze in there if it comes to be in that cold you know what i mean well sterno gets we're not hot, using man. egg sacks jace well yeah, what the heck would you need to put in there that wouldn't freeze uh my raisins drinks some drinks well that's why we have, out there that that's why we have the yeti yeah. containers to keep, yeah. to keep them from freezing oh yeah ah, i doubt you'll fish in less than what it's gonna be not be about the low was like 28 it was oh saying. shit that ain't bad at all but when that wind starts ripping, you'll yeah. be feeling it. But you're you're going down there. Hell, you could have a fire. You could. Well, like I said, that's why I was bringing the sterno. That way, we don't have to worry about finding firewood or doing it. Yeah, hey, that's that actually. Be oh a, no, me I, and Jason, I've used one out hunting before. Yeah, that's a good uh, idea. I used to use them back in the day. Yeah. Uh, Ice fishing, dry, where I came yeah, across them. Dryer lint, dude. That's the best way to start your fires. If 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 you need like. You know what I mean? You ain't going to sit there and look for a little bit of wood and try to worry about having a little bit of paper. Save a little bit of dryer lint. It's money. Or you could do cotton balls with the, what is it? The paraffin wax. Vaseline. Well, yeah, that and alcohol on them. Vaseline, like you said, yep. <clears throat> a couple of tricks. Just makes when you're cold and you need it, you need it. We've you had know? fires down there before. In the last couple of years, like not in the last couple of years, but the first year or so I was there, I know we had a fire the one year. There used to be a big fire pit at the one spot. Oh, I've seen guys it do was it. Sweet. I never did it, but. We're, it depends, man. You know, we're oh, going to have to get up early to get I to seen, the, to I get to the spot. Guys people cooking, are, people like, are steaks like camping out there. The other day, so. You know, so might have to have just people like uh, do two hour shifts. It's It's regular fishing, dude. Go down, enjoy yourself. Ain't no rush to nothing, man. It, especially on a trip like that. I'd. I don't know. I spots are spots, and then that river, like I said to other people, I like the spot probably, though. Yeah, but you're, <laughs> eventually, eventually, you probably could have it. In fact, to go meet new people like that, sometimes like I do is talk to somebody, and they're like, "Oh yeah, fish my fish right here," or "No, nah, that's cool," or or even find new spots. I think that's the that's the money part. After you get a few fish under your belt, you know what I mean to hit a fish in a new spot if you well, can't stand it was, on a new I was rock. Kind of alluding to is like. If we don't get up there, it's nice to walk down further. Like where we were at last year even was real nice. It, down where you and I fished before. Mm-hmm. Remember I was talking to you about where to oh, go. There's, there's some... You'll know when you get there. I also told Jay, he, he's dead set on these little bitty white deaths. I was like, Jay, the first half of the first day, I'm not throwing the same thing as you just because I want to see if they... They eat if there's different, a difference, oh, there's if they're going to eat different things, you know? no, they don't eat different things, Chad. I know sometimes because every pinner up there just throws little bitty white death. Sure, they do. <laughs> I bet, I bet a blue, some kind of little blue. You know what I mean? No, dude, tried it. 
You did? On a woolly bugger? Doesn't work. No, I'm not talking like a woolly bugger. I'm just talking like something straight It'll on never like work. that. Never work. Never. Like you're, you're straight on minnows. Like you're, It will be less efficient got at any, working. You got it will any work. gummy minnows? There's these stupid fish any, down like, there. Just straight backs. You know what I mean? I don't have gummy minnows because you ever tie a tri- or try tying not, a gummy minnow? Well, not nothing. I'm not per se like that. Like a more or less like a like a saltwater, <laughs> like a, just a straight bucktail on on a style like this. Not a not a clouser type, not weighted or nothing. Just just like your, a like a little surf candy. Yep, uh, that's it. I think Ryan's tying me some. <laughs> Couple of them, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I think that pro that's the profile. You can go and even I, I've seen them caught uh, on changers and stuff. And uh, what was it? Uh, what are they? God, the barely legals, stuff like that, right before dark. They'll hit streamers because they don't, the fish, they Spring don't lower the bank. They'll come right up to the bank because it's dark yet. Springtime, I watch up, those fish come up to the top the whole time, yeah, surfacing soon, yeah. and running around. As like, soon as the light comes up, they like to move down and out a little bit further, and that's when you find. That's when you bring out your, yeah, your you switch to, you rod, my spade rod. You have to fish a little hey, further Hey, do you out. think that's because they live in 400 feet all the time? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're at twenty then yeah or ten or eight 15. or yeah even less yeah it's crazy ten eight how shallow that that fish goes from all lake of them. lake setting all of them we're having a pretty good uh, rotation of people coming in too yeah it's gonna be a good time your boy your boy took up on Jace's uh little uh, I told him you don't catch one in Niagara you ain't caught one <laughs> yeah so Scott said he's probably That's gonna come cool. up Saturday. And uh, uh, that's <coughs> have a good time then. Well, that he mentioned whoever one of one of the kids he fishes with, and uh, I think I seen him post some pictures from being up there. There's just dude, there's opportunity. Like I say, I tell people all the time, like I don't care how you fish or if you want to go throw some spoons or something or even just sightsee. And you got 25 minutes to take you know walk down by the river, throw something out there that you could probably hook up. Like if you know a little bit. As a matter of fact, as we're speaking right now. I think district angling is having a hosted trip up there. They were posting pictures on Saturday or Friday. Another great episode to go back and listen to. Yes, it was all that long ago, but with Rich Farina. But uh, they were posting pictures from shore fishing from the Big River, shore fishing. Shore fishing. And then uh, what? Yesterday they were fishing a different Buffalo tri- or uh, New York trip. So, it, oh, it's, it's cool, man. That saying uh, flows are. You know, if we don't get any more rain, I'm I'm not sure what we're forecasting for. I know they're calling for this Wednesday to be uh so you guys might start out your trip on on a muddy water note cuz they're calling for 40 plus mile per hour winds here locally. I don't know what what's going to be up along the lake shore and what direction, but that's going to it's going to turn Erie up and if that gets mud mud, you'll be fishing hard for less fish and if it if you're lucky and get that break where the water clears, then the fishing will get better. But yeah, the, the, there's so many fish the, in there the you nice probably thing, catch them. The nice thing about being there for that's the nice thing about being there for three days too. You're not just going there for a day and rolling out. a dice. Uh, no, uh, you know if the lake does turn I up hit early, it on three four good days. You know you you can you can get that maybe you know Monday morning it'll be night decently well, clear by then and then you can really get in the fishing that's better. That's more so the forecast you got to look for like uh. You know, you looked at your temperatures and things like that and potential wind directions, but you get a couple of days of that lake ripping up there constantly, oh, yeah. and then it's just going to pour it. over. So check check your winds for the next couple of days. You know, it's actually that, better if there's a little chalk to it, just a tiny oh, it, bit of a gets, chalk. It gets better, better. But, but I mean, you know what I'm talking I'm talking when Erie gets 20-plus yeah. foot waves. And yeah, looks like silk. it did the other day. Oh, it did. It makes fishing tough. Fish are used to that clear, clear water. 
doesn't really affect what they're doing, you know. Yeah, man. They, the they color got, does, but the the clear doesn't, you know. They got to beat it no matter what. I hope yeah. we run into some Browns this year, like we hadn't this like the last year we got in a few They are of getting them. them. They are getting. And it seems like there's been a few pictures. caught. I've We've seen lots some, of pictures. Got some pictures sent to us that showed that a couple were caught. Man, a big one. Nice, nice one. So, I hope. Jay and I have a couple of things tucked up our sleeve for uh, for funny pictures and stuff. So I think while we're up there, we're gonna we're gonna run the uh, the Instagram uh, the storyboard a little bit. So if you want to check it out, we're gonna have fun doing that. Should be a good bunch of guys too. I mean, uh, these guys are all right. <laughs> and then uh, Sags, Sags will be up there. You said Sunday, right? Yeah, I don't know if he's got fish or not, or if he's just gonna come and hang out. I I don't know. I I told him I call him this Wednesday and sure some stuff up with him. Cool, that'll be a good. He's fun if I gotta be around too. Nick is the funnest. He's the most fun. <laughs> he's always in a good mood. He always has that that big dog with him. Oh, <laughs> so. That that should be a good time. Then, uh, man, I'm our, just I'm just pumped. Yeah, our boy Evans will be up there to chill with us, so he'll be there. I'm not sure how many days, probably all days, but I'm sure he's gonna sleep in a hotel. Yeah, he'll be <laughs> sleeping next to one of us. <laughs> uh, not it. PJ wants it. Oh, that's it. Oh, that was PJ. PJ. <laughs> PJ claimed it. He said Evans is sleeping next to me. He's like, I want that bear. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna grab his man bun. <laughs> well, they're they're musky Eskimo buddies. They, yeah. caught, they both caught their first muskie on the same day. Oh, yeah, that's right. Chad showed him the way. I did. Ah, and then ah. BJ really like went and did not, or de- demolished that. Yeah, he is losing fish and shit, man. I think he's just extra lucky, you know. That's how he rolls. Just extra lucky. That's, I hey. hope he gets lucky up there and we see some nice fish, though. Oh, yeah. shit. Hold, hold on to that. When that reel starts ripping, man, keep your keep your fingers clear. Told him too, like get ready to see some backing, man. You're gonna do some uh, running. You're gonna be chasing some fish down. Just a the violent rip of a steelhead in that waters. It's a good feeling. It's a good oh yeah. Feeling. I ended up tying a lot of knots in the last two days. Getting better. <laughs> yeah. I was Hopefully t- he's gotten a little better. I didn't get better today. The whole time I fished, they all sucked all day. I what I tied backing knots on the. On the lines, I tied. I had to loop lines over and make new loops, so I nail knotted them. And I tied leaders with what, double figure eights, loop knots, and then all uh, kinds of fancy. And then, oh, dude, wait till you hear what I did from thirty to fifteen. I did slim beauties. Oh yeah. <laughs> I ain't fucking with none of that stuff. <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to. Jason. <laughs> I'm like your, boy, I'm like your boy Scott. It's simple. I keep it simple. It's what works. Well, to be honest with you, if I was up there in that same thing, doing what you guys are doing, I'd probably run just a straight chunk of 20. 20 fluoro, 8 foot. Weight it right and figure out how to turn it over right. Well, that's what, why I'm like Mark Hieronymus and do it all at home. And just it's a much better idea. You know? Oh, yeah. My when hands it's super are warm, cold. My hands are warm. I can tie knots. The only thing about that is once you tie that 30 to 15, you rarely are breaking off at the 30 to 15. So you really only need one of those. I mean, that shit's not changing. I made I made six of them. That way, in case other people need them, you know. Just what you say. should get is just a little tippet ring. Tie a new one on each day. Put a little tippet ring after that for your whatever it be, eight pound or so. 
And then when you need it, just tie another one on it. Tie another one on it. I was so close to buying tippet rings. So so you don't use none scenario, of the small the swivels? Less intrusive. You don't mm-hmm. use small swivels? I would use the small swivels that, I guess, gear guys are... Well, that's what like I was just saying. The, t- the tippet rings are a, l- a lot less intrusive than a swivel is going to be. You're well, these are micro. Notice. I'm talking they're, they're stupid small. I, in fact, I think I... If I'm going to fly fish, that's how I'm going to do it from now on. And just run my weights right there with it. You know what I mean? If my shot will be right with it because I tied way too many freaking times today. <laughs> but that's that's how I run everything else below my indicator float with that swivel. And I, I probably never tie off. You know, I usually break down low, use that leader as much as possible. Once it's done, cut it off and tie again right there. So, yeah. Usually you're just breaking off at your... Either your bottom Split. ass, your yeah. bottom hook, you know, because you're running a double. Oh. Or, you know, any, All anywhere, along, <laughs> anywhere along you bite your split shot on there, you know, you're probably making it a little less strong right there. i got to find some roach clips, too. I, I know I have a pair around the house somewhere. Or uh, forceps. Got a jar of roaches? For what? For putting on split shots. Oh, dude, oh, I had come to, on. I you had bite the them with your teeth, man. Uh, no, I dude, listen. These, I got to protect these pearly whites. I had the hardest time with those blackbirds today. They were like, they weren't round. They were They're they oblong. Were so oblong, oval. Like, every time I went to bite them, my teeth were like, clack. Like, I couldn't even get a bite into them. I'm like, what is this, super lead? I can't, is this rocks? I can't bite this shit. Yeah, was, bird shots are always better with pliers. Oh, my yeah. God. You just got to get yeah. it in the plier. And you got to get a, line and a real plier. Though. Yeah. This yeah, a real plier. Yeah. You can't, not a forceps. You got to use like an actual flat, like them typical, like t- titanium ones. But there's a fine ones, line, like you're saying. He, you'll make your blind shit. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? And then I feel on on fluoro, if you crimp it too hard, you can't. And then you move it, you scrape the line. Oh, yeah. yeah. Darn right. A fish, you know, gets That's a why you use eight pound maximum. <laughs> It'll hold. Yeah, but that nylon's a little better for that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. I I had way more success with uh, actual like mono leaders. When's the last time you were there, Jay? I don't know. A couple years ago. It's been I, a while. I fucking took you, and you never fucking took me. <laughs> I've asked you. What a, what a <laughs> dick! Oh, I'm going on first day of hunting. I know you love hunting, but that's when I'm gonna go. <laughs> That's that's you've one. hunted this whole season. <laughs> I've hunted boat. for twenty years and there ain't shit like it. I know, All this fishing shit, really yeah. good, fun. I t- I love it because it's yeah. it's pretty consistent. But nah, bro, that's drugs thing. like that only come once a year. Nah, you've already, you've already sh- you know what I mean. You're already shooting at deer with a bow for two months. You can miss the first two days when there's eight hundred guys out there shooting a rifle anyway. Uh no no fish don't really have control over shit. They live in the water. These deer, these deer, these animals, when you could talk to them and associate with them and, uh, and, and become, yeah, like, part of that, like, it gets pretty addictive, dude. When I, I don't know, there's a, there's a fine line between bow, being good and not. hunting, I get. But, yeah, oh, yeah. But rifle, that's no, like, no, no, like centerpinning. I'm, I'm not big on again. rifle, but once you're into it, you're into it, fits. dude. Oh, you're into <laughs> it. You're not going to be like, well, on the last day of archery, I'm like, Ugh. Last day early archery, that kind of burns. Now it's time to, now Now I've got to do what men do. Dirty men, big men, little men, rich men, poor men. You got to go out on gun season and and make it look shittier than it already is because sometimes gun hunting is just plain out ugly. If the weather's bright, the best, though, is muzzleloader. Oh, yeah, If dude. you got a ton of snow and you can go out there in a foot, 
That is the even most fun. when the deer get back, you know, get get together. I think years ago, how deer used to herd up. Would you you seen deer herds after gun season? Herds of deer it ain't so much like that anymore. But when them deer start, it's evolution, you, mother effer. Yeah, they're smart. But when deer start getting in herds like that, when I used to go out push for my uncle for do, when it was plain doe season, them three days of doe, you know how much, you know how many deer were together, groups of fifteen, twenty. We'd you'd you'd kick up one one herd of deer and everybody'd be done. So I just don't really see that anymore. But late season, like you said, money, big bucks if they're still around or holding their horns. Didn't you have one? A year or two ago that you shot and the horn fell off? Yeah, but it was uh, the like middle of December. That was like a gun season, but I don't know why. It kind of when I, I picked the deer up and like just moved it to pull it over to a four-wheeler, ripped the horn right off. But it didn't come out like a shed normally would. It didn't, you know, just off of that like rounded butt. It, it had like a little piece of skull, and I don't know if it was broke or infected or some shit, but... It was weird. It was, a, it was a big deer, so not sure how a big horn like that stays on if it ain't locked in there. That was a big deer. I remember you uh, you had me come over and take pictures of it. Heck yeah, man. I dream of those ones coming by. <laughs> it doesn't happen often, Jason. How many times you catch a laker? Over and over and over and over. Oh, take a picture. Take a picture. Take a picture. Here, look at this laker. Yeah, I did it. That's pretty cool. It's good shit. I, I like. I, I, I like it. I want to catch you a brown are trout. Very lucky you've never got addicted to musk. <laughs> oh, dude! I. Did you think that's bad? Yeah, yeah, but how many fifty-inch busky on a fly come along? Okay, yeah, but how <laughs> yeah. many? How many? A lot more one sixty plus white. You guys on any wasted. Form of you guys have wasted some hours on fishing, but n- you never will touch the hours I've wasted in hunting. You know, you could live three lifetimes longer than me, and you still wouldn't make it. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time out there. It's something that gets into you, dude. It, it ain't ain't that I wake up and I love to go. It's that that's my grind. That's what I like to do. That's I think that's what when I wake up in the morning and and I got the chance. That's that's what's what I'm aiming to do. Just just be there. You know what I mean? Whether I'm shooting or not. Some days I ain't shooting. You don't always see that big buck. You know. I know, man. I I've only ever shot one buck. <laughs> when <laughs> when a, a when one. a when a turkey comes up. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm not gonna shoot it. Hell yeah, I'm still in a rush. Like it's a Jake or something. You still heart's pumping. A four point comes up, heart's pumping. You you, it's good shit. That's what's fun. That's why archery's lit. I think I have a shot. Shot of archery. No. Shot a wild turkey. Bucks. No, I was thinking. There's, I haven't hunted now in what eight years. That's something that I've never done. I haven't took a break. Ten then? Yeah, ten ten bucks. I'm shot. 20 seasons. I got, I don't know. I stopped counting a long time ago, but 20 seasons of being hard at it. That you and I were talking, what, what'd you come over, Wednesday? Yeah. Uh, no, it was, it was Thursday. Um, Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Dan messaged me. His uncle shot a, a buck for the 71st year in a row. No kidding. Yeah. That's awesome. Now that's a streak. <laughs> yeah. I bet you he'd tell you, shut the hell up, Jason. Go catch your lake trout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all fun. Yeah, yeah. See Go catch those. <laughs> but that's it's 71 years. He's 80 years old. Shot 71st deer in a row. That's incredible. Or buck. 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 That's, that's a... 
Yeah, that's a lifelong hunter there, You buddy. get a good spot going or, you know. A good area. spot. I don't good think spot. you could hunt the same spot for 80 years, in fact. I don't great think it could great happen. Great genetics, man. If you hunt the same spot for 80 years, you have to own You'll it. You'll be young at heart. That shit's getting developed. Well, how, are, how the hell do you get back to where you hunted when you were 20? You know what I mean? Like, there's been places I've hiked and hunted and thought were awesome, but I can't go back there. can't drag one out of there. There's places I still go hunt to this day. Where I know I'm too far back in that if it ain't a big enough, huge enough buck, giant, you know, front cover of the fucking newspaper, I'm not shooting. If it's not going to blow your heart up, you don't want it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) if I don't die with this deer, if I can't get it and die, then it's not worth it. Yeah, no, I I believe me, it's, you know, you got to know your limits, you know. Unless it's a bear, you just shoot it, right? And somebody will help you. That's, That's PA, right? So, do we want to take a little bit of a break? Uh, wait for Dustin to give us a call and. Uh, yeah, he sound, sent you a text. He's a little bloody. Yeah, Dustin, he's had a, a good day so far. So uh, we're gonna let him tell the story. So I say we take a little bit of a break. Don't uh, run this first segment too awful long, and then we'll wait for Dustin to give us a call and come on back. Cool. Sound good to everyone else? Okay, we'll be right on back. Who are you talking to, Chad? And we are back with Dustin Hines. What's happening, brother? What's going on? Uh, just hanging out, having a cold one, and uh, winding down from a long day of hunting. That's all. So, uh, can you get in a little bit of a hunting story for us for today? Since sure, I- sure. So uh, we hit hard this weekend, and uh, I use the uh, I use the bow season to uh, try to, to to put some antlers on the wall, and I use the gun season to uh, fill the freezer. And so when it comes to gun season. Uh, typically, if it's brown, it's down. Uh, typically, does and that sort of thing, and get the family out. I got the I got the boy out, got the wife out, and and uh, we got here in Illinois. Our first this is our first firearm season. It's three days long. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Got the wife out. Uh, actually, yeah, I got the wife out Friday morning. Slow, super slow. The late this uh, this it's kind of a later shotgun season. It alternates from year to year, but it's a later season. So uh, they've been rutting hard, and I think they're just kind of laid up. I think they're worn out. They've been running running does hard, and the does have been getting run hard. So I think they're just feeding and then, then going back and bedding down. And so there wasn't a lot of action in the woods. We saw two deer Friday. I ended up going to work Friday afternoon and evening. And then I had Saturday and Sunday off. I took the uh, took the boy out yesterday morning. We saw a few, no shots. Um, took the wife out last night. Had one opportunity. Didn't Didn't pull the trigger on it. Uh, just a little bit too far. Just wasn't giving her a good opportunity. And then this morning got out and uh, my boy smoked a small buck and I got a doe. And then uh, thankfully a friend of ours gave us a deer that he likes to shoot deer, but he doesn't like to eat them. So we got uh, three deer hanging in the shed right now and they're all skinned out and ready to start butchering. But um, those we, are the uh, best friends to have. Deer. Oh yeah. <laughs> he looks me up every year. He's like, Hey dude, you still want some deer? I said, yep. I said, we got, my boy shot a halfway decent ten pointer during uh, youth season this year in October, and and my family now that he's he's fourteen, we we eat a lot of deer, so uh, we're we're going through four to five deer a year, and that's that's all we do. We don't buy beef. We just we we eat deer. We shoot deer and butcher deer and eat deer. That's what we do. So uh, in, in between uh, in between fishing trips, I'm trying to fill the freezer so that I can uh, save a little bit of money on the uh, the grocery bill. Chad loves it when you. You process it and then bring it over 
He's that's his favorite part. He's like, oh yeah. Well, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not I'll, that good of a friend. Oh, he's I, like, uh, I'll cook those deer steaks. Hey, <laughs> how you want me to season them? I'm like, go ahead, bud. You just just season them up nice, yeah. man. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. As long as, as long as he's gonna cook for me, then yeah, maybe I would. But oh, uh, you should have no, seen him eating his jerky the other day. He couldn't fucking stop, man. He's like, ah, oh, I was like Tyrone Biggums from the Chappelle Show, man. Yeah, you were scratching, bro. <laughs> I've I've never been able. I've I've tried jerky i've tried summer sausage i've tried bratwurst and i've i've failed at all all of them all of the above man i've tried dehydrator i've tried smoker and oven and and i've failed at the jerky thing to the point where i just i give up i just i grind it all and and package the steaks up for the grill and, and taco uh, tuesday a lot of ground is it taco tuesday meat taco Slop, tuesday sloppy you know, spaghetti spaghetti saturday whatever whatever you want to call it sloppy does yeah hamburger helper oh know, yeah you, lots of that at my it house goes in every, if beef goes in it, deer goes in it. I made deer tacos uh, earlier this week. Jace dropped some some ground deer off. Yeah. So I, I made deer yeah. tacos. It was so good. I took them to work. Mm-hmm. I had fucking four deer tacos at work. A little, little bit of fat in there that cook up pretty good for you. I didn't drain the. Uh, I didn't drain it. So. No, no, you don't want to do that. What are you doing? I, I normally <laughs> do drain it when I cook it, like hamburger. Eh, but yeah, this is with this, that I didn't. So there was there was yeah. yeah there's some grease in there. How do you how do you do yours, Dustin? Uh, is it like a, I, a percent? We or? just get the little seasoning packet. Uh, we ain't fancy in the Heinz household, man. We get the uh, little taco seasoning packets, and and I don't do I don't cut it with anything. I don't throw any beef in there. I don't throw any pork in there. Nothing. It's just straight ground deer. When I process it, I cut all the fat, the tendons, and all that. I get a you know assembly line going on. Get it all cut up, throw it through the grinder, put it in two pound Ziploc bags, throw it in the freezer, and when it's time to cook tacos dump it in the, the skillet, start frying it up, dump one or two packages of that taco seasoning, that dry taco seasoning on there, oh, yeah. fry it up, and, and it's taco time. Yeah, so I had... I like had nothing, nothing fancy. <laughs> oh, I had I had my daughter, like, she was trained for years, and then she got a little bit of that real burger, and now she's too good, I think, so... <laughs> too, too good for the deer, huh? Yeah. yeah we, uh, we actually ran out, man. We we ran out in August, and it, it was a bad... It was a bad August and September until my boy shot a deer, because uh, the youth season's in early October, and, and we, we ate beef for uh, two months, almost, you know, all of August and all of, uh, all of September, and it was rough, man. The old uh, Heinz household was going through the toilet paper pretty uh, the charming was flowing. And uh, our, we ain't used to all that fat intake, man. We all had the harshy squares. We were, me and the wife were giggling about it in the ground blind today when we were out hunting. That everybody day. had <clears throat> everybody yeah. had pimples. So, uh, Dude, it was rough. It was rough. Are there... So now we're just thankful to have some deer in the freezer because yeah, we can't handle all that fat intake. Awesome. So, what? Uh, when does your the season start for you guys on archery and everything? Is it? I know it might it might differ from here in PA and Ohio. Archery's October one. Yeah, archery's always October one, and then uh, the shotgun season's always the weekend before Thanksgiving. And and this year it just fell a little bit later. Sometimes it's like on the whatever sixteenth, seventeenth, and that's when that's when a lot of big big bucks drop during the gun season. And this year, you know. It's a little bit later, you know. We're we're into the, the later part of November this year, so like I said, those those bucks have been running hard. They, this was the this is the year of the archer. The the archer got the uh, the big bucks. A lot of big bucks fell this year to, to bows, and we're we're all open now, so we're we're crossbow we're crossbow state as well. So you know, guys are zapping them with ravens at you know eighty yards or whatever they do. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they might as well pick up Penrod too. Wait, right? wait, wait. Yeah, we got to exactly sh- right. We, they're, the, they're, the, they're the pinners of the archery. We got to share you know? the <laughs> dude. Dude, you got to share the woods with crossbow hunters. That's the craziest thing. Mm-hmm. Because in, it doesn't bother me, you know. It doesn't bother me a bit, you know. Right. It, if you want to go out and shoot with a crossbow, go for it, man. If it gets a, you know, a twelve-year-old kid or eleven-year-old mm-hmm. kid that can't quite pull a bow back, if it gets him out in the woods, great. If it gets an older guy that just can't quite pull a bow back anymore, if it keeps him up in the stand, I'm I'm all for it. I, I really don't care. We got we got a decent population here in Illinois, and, and we got enough big bucks that you know you're not going to be out there just smoking every deer and left and right. So but if you want to hunt with a crossbow, go for it, man. And that's go the best it. way to think about it. Oh, the the more yeah. the merrier. And if, and if you're gonna come into come into this shop and get one, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's this this sport. You know, whether it be fishing or, or whether it be hunting, you know, it's 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 all video games this day, man. It, it's just you, you know, know if you get a kid out in the woods early on, and he he's not die hard into, you know, going out in the backyard and, and shooting his bow and practicing and building up that muscle to, you know, if you can get him out there and shoot a couple with a crossbow and it gets him interested in the hunting, it just, it just helps the industry altogether, you know, whether it be conservation or whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. Any, anything that gets a kid out in the woods or, or keeps an old guy out in the woods, I'm, I'm all about it. So we came across something like that this spring, my son and I, we started mushroom hunting and mm-hmm. it's just getting you out in the woods, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You, you got him out squirrel hunting a little bit too, didn't you? I did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good, man. And he had I, a ball. I mean, he had a ball. It, it, he was yeah. he was scared of it at first, and then like mm-hmm. halfway halfway on the way back, he's like, "Can I touch it, Dad?" I said, "Absolutely, you can touch it." <laughs> so, like he like he poked it like the first time you ever poked a booby. Sure. Then, oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. He's like, "This yep. is cool," and then like. He gave it a pet like it was our cat. I was like, why don't you just pick it up, buddy? Yep. Pick it up and hold it. Carry it around. He's like, all right. <laughs> so he picked it up and held it like a, uh, like the alien in the Bugs Bunny movies. I'm going to oh, pet yeah. you I got and some, love you. I got you some pictures of my, yeah, when, when my boy was around five or six years old, it was the same way. He'd come out and look at the deer that I shot and, He's like, can I touch it? And I'm like, yeah, you can touch it. And he starts poking at the eye, poking at the eye, <laughs> turning it back for a second, and pretty soon he's gouging the whole eye out of the head. I'm like, whoa, whoa, bud, you know, just easy, easy, you know. <laughs> it is already, we're, we're, it we're, is we're, already we're, dead. I, I, got, I literally have a deer head cooking on my stove right now. I mean, I, I, I would send you a picture if I, if I could go up and take a picture of it. I mean, it, it's your it's wife really hard, loves you, doesn't she? She does. She does. Man, I mean, you're I, you're you pretty gotta, quick. The, the trick is you got to throw a little seasoning in there. You got to throw a little garlic in there. It's a little, you know, whatever. So whatever you got a lot of seasoning, you know, throw it in there. And and when she comes home, she thinks the roast is cooking. And she's all happy. And she comes around the corner and she sees antlers sticking out of a pot, you know. So uh, she's like, oh, you're cooking another head. So it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Now you're pretty quick on those. I usually let mine rot for a little while, just sit there. No, and... no, you got to do them fresh. If you let them rot, then it really reeks the house. That's up, marinade, bro. Sit out for a week or so. <laughs> that's the marinade. That's that's when you borrow your buddy's turkey fryer and you do that. Do shit that outside. Also, <clears throat> oh, Jace came over the other day, and I was dying deer tails in my my kitchen on the stovetop, and then I yeah. I ended up rinsing them out in the sink, and I forgot to clean the trap out. The next day, my wife was like, were you washing deer tails in my sink? Oh, yeah. I said, they were were clean, babe. I swear, they were clean. She said, I don't care. 
What color did you do? <laughs> well, I was telling you, my buddy dropped off a deer yesterday. He, he dropped off a deer. He likes, like I said, he likes to shoot them, but he doesn't like to eat them and whatnot. So he's always asking me if I want a deer, and he drops this deer off. And, and last year, he dropped off this pathetic, pathetic little, like, 45-pound fawn. It was just, it was horrible. I was like, dude, are you serious? And this year, he drops the tailgate, and I'm like, oh, halfway decent doe, huh? And the first thing I do is grab that tail and I pull that tail back. I'm like, oh my God, dude. I was like, look at that tail. I was like, it was a big old doe and she had the flag, man. She had the flag. I'm like, dude, that tail is phenomenal. He's like, oh yeah, that's right. You're into fly fishing and tying and stuff. And I said, yeah. He's like, oh, I got like six more tails at home from all my buddies. And he's like, they're all hanging in the shit because all his buddies bring over deer and hang them in his, his machine shed. I was like, dude, go through there and whack every one of them off. I'll take every one of them. But uh, yeah, this this old doe had a had a flag. So we got about forty of them sitting in my garage right now. <laughs> I don't know how you do so many. <laughs> Holy cow! I do about I do about maybe ten a year, and that's that's God's plenty for me. And then if my buddy runs low, he'll ask me. He's like, "Hey, dude, you got any white?" I said, "Yeah, I got." I don't. I I've tried the whole dying thing and with the writ, and again, I don't stick with it. Mm-hmm. If I did, if I stuck with it, I'd I'd probably. I'd, I'd probably die some more, but I just keep them white. And if I want to, if I need a gray or a black or a tan, I just go buy it. I just sort through and, and find it. But it's not worth it to me to die them. It's, but it, it, it's fun. It's part of it. I, I mean, I've dyed some feathers and it's turned out okay. Um, but dyeing the tails, I just keep them white. And, and they're, God, some of them are just, I, well, I gave, uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to screw up his name, that uh, Nicholas Latazino, because I, I hate black, and you know I hate black. I gave him just a phenomenal black that I got got my hands on, but uh, oh, for the most part, I like, favorite my, I like color. my white. L- What's that? That is my favorite color to fish for muskies. Yeah, I, I, dude, I have caught I have caught musky on every single color but black, and I'm telling oh, you, yeah. it's not due to lack of trying. I mean, I, I go out, you know, Short of just putting nothing but black flies in my box and just fishing black flies all day, I've, I've tried it, and, and I just, I, I'm cursed when it comes to black, and I, I, I'm literally tying a black fly right now because of Steven, you know, Steven, smaller, deeper, blacker, you know, darker, whatever, and, and I'm like, I gotta have a few in my box, just, I mean, if a guy like that says, you know, you know, it's a good throwback fly or whatever, I'm gonna try it, but man, I just can't. I'll fish it. I'll fish it for two or three hours, and then I'm just like, screw this. I'll throw white on it, and then boom, stick a fish. I'm like, damn it. Or I'll throw yellow, or I'll throw pink, or any other damn color but black. I just can't. I can't do it. And if you ask a hundred musky fishermen if they could, they could only fish one damn color. You know, at least fifty, if not more, would say black. And I, I don't get it. I don't know why I can't catch a fish. I just want to catch a fish on black to say I've caught a fish on black. You know what? I mean, I, I fish it a lot myself. I'm not saying it can't be done because I've caught them in sunlight and everything yeah. else. But I do if it's overcast or dark water. So, like, right now, a lot yeah. of our water we have is just because the snow runoff. You get that dark, deep green. I'm fishing black almost 90% of the time. Or if it's overcast. Now, any other time yeah. than that, then, yeah, I'm throwing whatever, anything else. But and, and it probably has to do with the fact of just that. Because I'm putting it on there and leaving it on there, and I'm not messing with anything else, and I'm probably just catching more with it and having confidence that Because way. it's in the water more. Because it's in the water more. Now, if I probably said, sure. hey, throw pink that much, and I did that, eh, I'd probably catch that. I'd say, oh, yeah, pink's that one. Yeah. I, I it, just, it's, all, it's confidence. Whatever it's works for you. It's confidence color. Yeah. Yep. And... <laughs> 
uh, that has a lot to do with it. There's, there's days when I'm, I'm musky fishing. I'm like, I'm done. I like mentally I'm, I'm done. I'm just, I'm not going to catch a fish because my head's not in the game. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pumped up. I'm not fired up. I'm not confident right now, regardless of what color I'm throwing. And, and if I'm throwing black, you know, I'm, I'm trying, you know, I, I'm doing everything that I do with any other color, but maybe that, that confidence isn't there. So that's 90% yeah, of the battle to too. It, I'm right sure. There. It, in your head. When you fish like that, yeah. that's that's when bad things happen. That's when you lose a big yeah. fish, miss a yeah. big fish. That's yeah. when you screw up. Lacks that's when one eats right at the boat mm-hmm. and you screw it up. Hey, here, here's what you need to do. You need to tie like a, a reverse uh, repella, like white top, black bottom instead of black there top. There you go. Build, you got to build fly. your confidence up a little bit out of time here, bud. It'd be like the re- <laughs> the reverse. You, you'll get into it softly. The, you know, the fish like yeah, black. There you go. But, and, and, you know, it's funny you say that, too, because one, what, last week, sure, or whatever, I had caught that muskie. And four days prior to that week, I hadn't seen a fish. Even that day was nothing. So, finally, it's a it's half hour left of light. I'm like, I'm not going to catch nothing, but uh, screw it. I'm going to go ahead, take the walk, fish this last spot, and see what happens. So, I get down there, kind of same mentality. This isn't going to happen. And then that big wiper appeared. That got me all jacked up. Five minutes later, caught that muskie. Sure. And if I probably nice. didn't see that wiper, that muskie would have hit. I wouldn't have had it, and I wouldn't have been ready. And there would have been yeah. one time in five days I had the opportunity. It would have been gone. So. <clears throat> Head wouldn't what, have been What you the said game. there was, yeah, that's kind of that's key when it comes down and boils down to muskie fishing is having your head ready. Got it. You got to be ready. You'll, you'll screw it up. And even when you're ready, you still screw it up. <laughs> now, the last time, literally the last time I went out, I had five opportunities to, to hook fish and, and I literally got one and I, it was just, there is no reason why I should have missed any one of those five. I should have, it should have been a five fish day and I ended up with one and I'm, I'm thankful I got the one I got. And uh, that's when I posted that that thing on the musky fly. Has anybody had any luck with the uh, the leisurely lift? Because we've been we've been swinging flies, and we got this spot. And and you know one of my buddies you know got into this swinging deal, and 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 uh, and he started doing it, and it was successful. And then we started it was just one after another after another, and we're like, holy shit, this works. Now it might just be that spot, but this whole swinging the fly deal for musky it's it's working for us so we're going to keep doing it and i strip 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 and cast strip 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 and nothing 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 and i'm like well i'm gonna start swinging and boom just fish boom another follow another another eat whatever and, and screw it up and and uh yeah just, just try different techniques until they work so so we we, we know about the technique the leisurely left yeah um can yeah can you describe it for uh for people to listen to that aren't on the musky fly page or don't know <laughs> It's not even a musky fly page. It's it's a trout technique. <laughs> I know. Wet fly. And, and I'll jack it up because I, I, I'll i be honest with you, I've never even read the book. We just I, I know of the technique and, and whatnot, but it's it's a wet fly technique where they're, they're casting a, a wet fly across the stream and, and they're letting that wet fly, you know, trout guys are, are letting the, the pull of the, you know, or steelhead guys that are swinging. You know, it's, it's basically swinging. That's all it is. And, is it and like a downstream end? No, I don't do, I don't, well, I don't really do a downstream men per se, as much as I just let that big bow come in, in that line Okay. and that big bow grabs that current and, uh, you've got, you've got this giant bow 
And uh, it, early when it's it's really hot, and, or I shouldn't say hot, but earlier in the year when it was like September and, and uh, those fish were really active and, and want to chase, you can't hardly move a fly fast enough. You can't strip a fly. I don't care if you're two hand twi- you know, or two hand stripping or, or whatever, you can't move a fly fast enough. So I was using the current to just rip that fly through the water and that, that fast moving fly through the water is what triggered the, the fish, triggered them to eat. And uh, now we're in a, a slower period, so it's almost like a downstream cast as opposed to an upstream and letting that big bow, when you get that big bow in the line, you get a lot of push on that line from the current, and, and you can get a lot of a lot of speed by, you know, utilizing the current plus the stripping motion. But with the, the now, when, when we're, you know, fishing in colder water, I was just casting it, <clears throat> casting it out pretty much straight across. And then just kind of holding tight with it, letting it swing all the way down, and, and it, it trigger a fish to start following it, and it, it pull those fish out of the cover. I'd, I'd, I'd swing that fly over the cover, and it'd get them to follow it, and then it gets to that end of the swing, and it's just kind of hanging there in the current. Then you just kind of pull it up a little bit, and then just kind of drop it down, and then that's when they were hitting. But the problem is they're, they're kind of behind it, and they're hitting it towards you, so they're hitting it upstream and back at you so they're coming towards you so it's it's hard to get a, a hook set and that's that's what i was struggling with was getting a good hook set when they're they're they hit it and you just you get this big piece of you know piece of slack in your line and it's hard to catch up with that and get a good strip set because they're they're facing you do you have and, to do, uh, do you have to give it a rod lift too to catch up some line yeah yeah the old the old, <laughs> the old gear set yeah. uh which i you know it, it's inevitable dude it's inevitable. i can't i I've been musky fishing more than I've been trout fishing for the last, you know, seven, eight years. And I still do a gear set just because that's the way I grew up. And, and it, it, I don't know, man, I, I, I do everything I can to get a good strip set in. I keep my hook sharp and whatnot, but it, it still happens every once in a while. It still gets the better of me. Um, but yeah, as soon as that, you're trying to, you're trying to strip in line, you got all this slack. Well, the quickest way to pick that slack up is to swing that rod and you know, it's wrong. You still do it. Um, <laughs> But I like giving the rod just doubles over. I like giving them the one two, the the sideways yeah. set and the strip set at the same time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I do it all. I do, I give the old sideways and the strip, 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 and I've even I've even consciously, you know, it's like okay, wait for the fish to turn. Consciously wait for the fish to turn. It's going downstream. Hit them with that good hard strip set, and it just pops out. And you're like, what the hell, man? I did everything right, and it still pops out. Oh, nuts to that waiting for them to turn. <laughs> If, yeah. if you have that discipline, <laughs> God bless you. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not going to say there wasn't some jerking in action in there, too, but I'm like, okay, now he's going this downstream. I'm going to really hit him hard and drive that hook home, and it pops out. I'm like, God damn it. If I just kept pressure on the fish, I'd probably got it in. So, so, Dustin, it's been shit. It's been over a year since we've talked to you. Do you uh, it's been about a year. It's been a long year. <laughs> I know, man. Do you want to go through a little bit of a, a year in the life of Dustin Hines? Sure, sure. Yeah, you in the life of Dust Nines, the, the average, uh, the average Joe, the, in, the regular guy. Inquiring minds no, must no know. Guidin', no guidance, no professional tire, no nothing. Just the average guy that uh, met you boys down at uh, Harley Strictly and struck up a struck up a friendship. So exactly. Yeah, I mean, um, started out in January. We got a we got a quick warm up in in uh, January. We went out and, and we got a local lake that fishes really good right at ice off. So we heard there was some open water and we went over there and. There was one other boat on the lake before we got there, and and uh, I knew the guy, and I said, you breaking ice? And he said, yeah, I'm breaking ice. So I got my boat in the water, and 
and we started driving around the lake, basically breaking up ice, opening up holes to fish. And uh, so we did that for the first probably hour of the day, just breaking up ice. And uh, we knew there was some good wind coming up, so that wind blows all the ice. So once we got a good hold to start fishing, and then we started fishing. Fished hard till about noon, and it's a duck lake, so it was uh, still, uh, what was it? I want to say we couldn't fish. Or we couldn't, uh, you know, we couldn't fish a certain part of the lake because it was still closed for the, I want to say either, uh, I want to say snow goose season or something. I can't remember now, but we couldn't fish a certain part of the lake. So uh, until after one o'clock. So after one o'clock, we moved into another section of the lake, and and I ended up sticking one there, and that was my first fish of the year in January. And then it pretty much all went to shit after that. But uh, <laughs> so uh, that was January, and then uh, it was a good February. <laughs> February, I got the, uh, the bright idea to uh, play a big game of basketball with my boy, and I, I blew up my Achilles tendon. So uh, that was uh, that was a great eye opener for me. So I blew up my Achilles tendon on a Sunday, and uh, went to the doctor on Monday. And yep, he's like, "You're uh, you're laid up for uh, the next uh, three weeks or so." And I said, "Ain't gonna happen." Got myself a, a robo boot and a, a scooter, and uh, got myself to work on on Wednesday. I had Tuesday off, so I took Tuesday to kind of lay up and then I was back to work on Wednesday and, and scootering around and get my job done. But, uh, what so, I was really stressed out about was, uh, was hardly strictly was right around the corner in May. And then, uh, I'm a big turkey hunter as well. So, uh, you got turkey season coming around in, in uh, late March for youth season and, uh, April and May for, for, you know, everybody else. So, uh, got, got in and got a, got my boy a turkey, uh, roving around the woods with a robo boot so i got a, got my boy a turkey and then uh i got out and, and i was able to stomp around the woods with my uh my little boot and i uh, got myself a turkey and then uh hardly strictly was was right after that so that was uh beginning of may um but i was i was pretty laid up so i missed some of the spring bite because i i didn't know how the uh the boot would work in a, in a set of waders i didn't want to stink it up because i gotta go to work and i thought if i go fishing on sunday and get that thing stopping wet i don't know if i can get dry by the time i go to work uh went down to hardly strictly and uh we've done that for the last three or four years a couple guys one of the one of our boys dropped out wasn't able to go so we picked up another one uh aussie uh, mickey he's a he's a good local guy and He's uh he's caught a few on the fly and so we took him down there. It was me and Josh and Mickey. Um hooked up with uh Eric Cohen for the day. I don't know if you know the, the Yoda master, the the musky guy. Hooked up with him for a, a death float for the first day because we got down there a couple days early to do a little pre fishing and just hanging out. Uh we wanna he he <laughs> he suggested a, a float and waters that we'd never fished before and i was like dude i'm always up for uh new waters so we uh we met him at met him in town he drove us out to this little private put-in and uh we went down this road and he points to the boat ramp and it was it was sketch it was seriously sketch i'm like i don't know if i can get the drifter down that thing man he's like, oh, yeah, you, you, you can do it and uh he took one look at my tires he's like dude you got illinois tires he's like there's no way you're getting it down there so he put his rig in and then, uh, we, we switched trailers real quick and, and, uh, got our drifter in and, uh, and <laughs> did the little car shuttle thing and we started our float and, and we fished hard for the day. We moved some fish. He moved some fish. Uh, but yeah, what was supposed to be about a seven or eight hour float after a eight hour drive all night long turned into about a 10 hour death float. 
Uh, and it was, uh, it was nine o'clock before we pulled the boat out of the water that night and it was pitch black. So it was a good time. It was nice meeting him. I'd, I'd talked to them back and forth on, you know, through messenger and Facebook and whatnot. And he's just a, he's a stand up dude. He's a, he's a regular, regular cool cat. That's for sure. And, and I've been following him for a while now and, and, uh, just getting to fish with the guy for a day was, was pretty cool. He showed us some new water and, um, what we, what we came to realize was, uh, that uh the uh the musky in tennessee really like to uh really like to follow a lot and they don't like to eat a lot so it's, uh, <laughs> they're <all> dickheads <laughs> they are just for looks um todd what, who's the uh, who's the towing guy i can't gregory oh, gregory oh god he he was just busting our chops he's like yeah the only reason we have this tournament is because you guys come down and fluff all our fish and uh, after you guys leave, we go out and catch them. He's like, you guys are just a bunch of fluffers, fish fluffers. <laughs> so, <laughs> we get them all excited, and then they go in after we leave and catch them. But, uh, no, we, we, we had a couple good days on the water, and like I said, we had a ton of follows. You know, that's what it is. We went to the banquets at night, and they, they feed us good and, and do different things, and they had a live band. And and uh, I think it was Mickey or – Mickey or – I think it was – yeah, it was Mickey because uh, he was new to the group and whatnot. He's like, dude, he's like just sitting around and listening to all the conversations. He's like, there's like 40 dudes having conversations around the table. He's like, everybody's having the same conversation. Everybody's talking about all the follows they got and, and no eats, but just all follows. And uh, so it was, it was just funny because I was like, you know, the year before I was like, you know, you see all these fish and they follow, they follow, they follow. And you're like, man, there's a ton of fish down here. This is a great time. And I think the joke up at the uh, oh, what's the uh, what's the Wisconsin tournament that they have up every year? The, the Treeland. Uh, the Treeland, yeah, the Treeland. I think the uh, I think the going joke up there is is hardly hardly any musky uh, for the <laughs> for the hardly strictly musky tournament because <laughs> man, nobody hardly catches any fish down there. But you know, you keep going because there there are fish down there, and uh, and, and there's a ton of fish. And it's, it's a fun fishery. It's it's neat fishing those rivers down there and just seeing so many big fish. But um, it's, yeah, it's the a last truly day, gorgeous I guess, uh, fish Saturday. Uh, oh, it's absolutely. I mean, Eric was showing us like these big springs that come out of the ground and these springs are just boiling up. I mean, just water boiling up out of the ground mm-hmm. and, um, the water temperatures, you know, obviously fluctuate with all that spring water coming in, but it, it was neat. He took us some, some really cool water, but, uh, yeah, the last day, the last evening, we got a hellacious rainstorm and we got on the water and started, we did our, we did our normal floats. And it wasn't bad. Water, water wasn't murky. Water was, water was fine. And, and we did a float. And uh, right off the bat, you could tell the water was up a little bit. It was moving a little bit faster. Um, you know, we we started, you know, doing our same strip, strip, strip. And and uh, I got a I got a good buddy that that pro staffs for uh, beaver baits. It's a it's a regular. Um, it's a regular gear fishing lure, but anyways, I watch him fish because I fish with some gear fishermen too, and, and how he uses that bait. It rips it through the water, rips it through the water, big long rips and pauses, and nothing else was working. So I was like, screw it, I'm going to try it. So I'd throw that that you know cross stream cast, and then I'd just rip the rod as hard as I could, and then I'd strip, 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 catch up with it, and then rip it as hard as I could. And uh, about the third cast, one just 
completely blows up out of this fast water. And, and, uh, and I, you know, of course got excited and just yanked the rod and just jerk him out of the air. I'm, I'm literally hooked. I'm trying to do a hook set in the air while the fish is up in the air. And I had him on for a second and lost him. I'm like, Holy shit, that worked. So then I kept doing that over and over again. And, and about, you know, 10 casts in boom, another one cartwheeled out of the water. I mean, that, that fly is moving at a ridiculous amount of speed. Like I said, you couldn't, you couldn't move it as fast. You know, you're ripping a nine foot rod across. You couldn't strip a rod or strip a fly fast enough to get these fish to, to, you know, activate so to speak. But then got another one to cartwheel up and, and gave it a second to land in the water. And, and then I got a good hook set on them and, and got them in the boat. And, and that was our fish for the trip. That was a 38. And uh, that was the only one we were able to check in. And then I uh, kept doing that, kept doing that. And I'm pretty certain um, uh, us, uh, one of them came in and followed all the way to the boat because I got my fly in. As soon as I got my fly in, my buddy got his fly in. And then his fly just went, you know, he got it. He got to eat right at the boat side. And he had that fish on for a long time. And uh, we were getting the net, but it was the current was just so damn strong. It was, it was, it was hard fighting these fish and this heavy current, but, uh, he got up to the boat a couple of times and then, you know, it, it never got to the point where we were ready to net it. Then he ended up getting off. So that would have been our second fish for the trip. Uh, and it would, it was, it was right there at about that, that same size range, 38. And it wouldn't have won the tournament for us, but it would have put a little bit higher in the brackets. That's for sure. Luke ended up winning it. He came down, I think about a week early and, and they did a lot of pre-fishing, but anyways, what I, where I was going with that was they got that heavy rain. So we, we floated down the river and hit all our usually haunts, but as we were going down the river, holy cow, those rivers go up fast. It was ridiculous. Stuff that we were going underneath of the day before, it was down and dragging in the water, and that river rose like six to eight feet holy in smoke. a matter of two or three hours. It, it got scary. It got to the point where we were like, you know, at, at some point in time, you got to be like, okay, our, our safety's on the line at this point in time, uh, just because it, it got it got scary fast, and we floated through that float and uh, got to the takeout super fast because it was just pushing us down so damn fast we couldn't we couldn't keep up with it, and it was like what noon, maybe one o'clock by the time we finished a normal full day float. So we said, hell with this, we're going to try to go back up. The slowest water is going to be up towards the top. So we boated around or we trailered around. We, we put the boat on the trailer and, and ripped it up real quick. And we did another short float, uh, to make it make best use of the tournament time. And it didn't pan out. We, it just didn't work out, but it was, it was, like I said, it got, it got scary on how fast that water got up. And I mean, there was whole trees. I was taking video of whole trees just going down the river and, uh, you, know, you don't want to mess around when when Tennessee gets their uh, when when Tennessee gets the rain, they get the rain and and it was uh, it goes up fast. So were you still fishing? But yeah, that, that was a hardly strictly. Were you still fishing that same tributary you did the year we went? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And that, that's kind of our go-to. You know, it's the old standby, and and we know the holes pretty well, and we know where the fish seem to lie. Yeah, you moved a couple of fish out of so the first couple of days too, and that was kind of fun because we were using uh, some smallmouth. I threw on a little. Um, a little murdage minnow and was zapping some smallmouth just for the hell of it and i guess there's some pretty big ones in there but and you wouldn't prove it by me because i didn't do anything anything too huge but you know you get you get tired of musky fishing after about four days of fishing so it was uh it was something to do and they were in the riffles so whenever we were going through like you know we were getting ready to go through a, a big long riffle I'd, I'd grab that grab that seven weight and throw on a little uh 
Murdich and just kind of twitch it around and, and they'd come up and blast it. And it was kind of fun. So that Murdich is uh, a killer, man. After, it travels. What's that? Sam Murdich is a killer. Okay. Dude, it is. I, I'm totally, I'm totally hooked on the Murdich now. I, I, I got a whole box full of them. I, I love it for small mouth. It, it just twitches and, and, and zips around and it'll, it'll walk the dog like a little jerk bait. It'll do all kinds of different stuff. And I'll throw a rattle in every once in a while if I'm, if I'm feeling froggy. But, uh, yeah, we did the, uh, did the Harley Strictly and then, um, I got to meet Luke while I was there. That was cool. Luke Swanson, real, real stand up guy. Got to sit across the table from him and, eat there with him and I said fishing with Eric for the day that was that was kind of cool so that was a that was a win in my book as far as I'm concerned it was a, it was a good trip and and then after that um we just got pounded with the rain and uh we got pounded with a lot of rain this this spring and our our local river was in floods it was like up in flood stage for like a five or six month period it was ridiculous so that kind of shot the uh the spring smallmouth now we're going to get into our spring smallmouth pretty heavy throwing Throwing big streamers for for smallies, um, but uh, when did uh, I kind of um, shot that down? When did you and end up going I, up? Uh, not sorry to interrupt you. When did you jump uh, going on yeah. the Minnesota trip with your son? Was that in the fall or was that during the summer? That time? was yeah, Wisconsin. That was fall. That was our fall trip. That was our fall guys trip. Um, got into got into some carp and then got into you know finally the rivers went down. We got into some summer smallmouth. I did some floats with. Uh, with my boy down the local rivers and got into some smallmouth. It's always fun putting him on smallmouth, the, the fly rod. He's, he's not, he's not quite the, the musky realm of things with the fly rod, but he likes his smallmouth and, and throwing little poppers and, and little streamers for those. And we got some of those. And like I said, our carp, our carp fishing was, was pretty rough around here due to all the flooding because all the rivers were flooded out. And, and I fished mostly carp in the rivers. Uh, the one lake I used to carp fish a lot, they, uh, they decided they were done with the carp and killed the whole lake off. And along with that went the carp. So that was my, uh, my little honey hole for my carp fishing for a lake wise. Everything else is, is rivers. But, uh, I did get up to Schultz Outfitters and, and, uh, talk with Corey a little bit. And, and, uh, I go up there once a year for a family reunion up to Ypsilanti area, Ann Arbor and got onto some new water. I took my boy out and, and, uh, he's never caught a carp on the fly. So I got him on some carp and, and showed him the stealthy tactics, uh, getting close to those and getting a fly in front of them. And they're, they're always willing takers. So they, uh, he got, he, he got to experience what a, what a real fighting fish was because every, every small mouth he catches, he just kind of strips in nothing, nothing crazy. But, uh, once he got into some eight and nine pound carp uh he broke the first one off because he didn't understand how the drag system worked on a on a fly reel he started palming that reel and, and just pretty much grabbed onto it and that was the end of that carp <laughs> <laughs> it started running on him and he just grabbed that reel and from spinning and, and uh i'm like no you can't you can't stop it you can slow it down but you can't stop it you're not going to stop a a nine pound carp uh on its initial run it's, it's not going to happen just let the drag do its work and you can slow it down but that was fun watching him get into some carp and, and, uh, it's, it's, I said, I always love, I love getting into my, my car. Oh, I caught a dog fish that day too. That was pretty cool. I never mm-hmm. caught a dog fish. Um, I don't know what you guys call them out there. Um, I'm trying to think what their, what their actual name is. Are you thinking like uh, a mud bowfin. puppy? Uh, they call no, it's a bowfin. Oh, you, okay. You guys have bowfin out there? Yeah, we yes. have bowfin. I'd never, yeah, I'd never caught a bowfin on the fly. It, it's kind of like the, the American, um, uh, the American snakehead, if you will. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I caught one of those and, and, uh, my boy, 
went charging it at the water, grab onto it. I told him, I said, that thing's got teeth, careful. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but it was pretty exciting because I've been really going after, I've, I, we've got a couple areas around here that have got them and I've tried hard to get one on a fly. And so I, I knocked another, notched another belt in there, notched, put another notch in the belt for, for fly caught species. I caught a bowfin and it was actually a pretty nice one. I didn't get any pictures with it. Well, not any good pictures with it because, uh, it cut my line as my boy was trying to grab it. He he got it picked up and he was trying to unhook the fly from the from his mouth and all of a sudden it flopped and he dropped it and and uh it cut the line but I got one picture while he's got it in his hand but it's kind of a shoddy picture. But uh no. It's uh it was cool to to do that and then uh that was like I said a little bit of summer smallmouth and then uh we uh we typically go over to Iowa every year for a guy's trip and um do a uh, about a six day guys trip between me and my boy for trout and this year he said he wanted to do uh to do the musky thing so we uh we went up to wisconsin uh i talked with uh steven leisner up there and and uh he uh he keyed me into some areas to go to and some different floats and we spent uh spent five days on a couple rivers up there just floating down the river and and sticking some musky and we had a real good trip up there um Met Stephen the first night uh, in a local bar and had a had a few beers with him and a good sandwich and and uh, again another another stand up dude. You guys have got some. I bet that wouldn't be any fun talking to Stephen. No, he, he is. I he was originally going to fish with me. You know, when we first lined it up, he's like, dude, he's like, come up here, let me know when you're coming up. He's like, I'll put you in my boat. I'll put you and your boy on fish all day long and. And, uh, and then it fell through. He's like, Oh man, I didn't realize that was the, the tree land weekend. So I'm going to be doing the tree land thing. And then he calls back and says, Hey, the tree land thing fell through. I can take you and your boy out. And, and then about a week before <laughs> we were heading up, he calls back. He says, Hey, I got another group of guys to go up to the tree land thing. So I'm going to do the tree land. You guys are on your own, but, uh, I do want to you know meet up with you and have a beer. So, you know, it was all good. And, um, it was, it was good. It's just good bonding time between me and my boy and like i said every single day we we caught fish every day that we were up there we, we either one one or both of us stuck musky the first the first day was by far the best we boated we boated five musky the first day and then uh the day after that i think we boated two and then the day after that we boated one and then the last I, the last day um i think we boated two again so you know we ended up with uh i think we ended up with 10 musky on that trip so it was a it was a good trip. It was a real good trip, and like I said we just slept out on the ground, and and uh, I didn't have a, a shuttle. Didn't want to pay for a shuttle, so I threw a bicycle in the back of the uh, the truck, and and uh, every morning I'd start my my morning day with a anywhere from a five to eight mile bike ride. I'd I'd take the truck down to where we were going to take out, and then I'd pedal back to where my boy was still sleeping uh, on the <laughs> ground, and uh, yeah, I'm like get up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what do you mean get up? I was like, it's time to go fishing. He's like, oh man, can I sleep? I was like, no, dude. I just pedaled eight miles. Were those his uh, first uh, musky on the fly? What's that? Were those his first musky on the fly, or he got some other ones? No, before? I'll be honest with you, man. He, I mean, I'm I'm a straight shooter. He was he was using gear. Um, okay. He he just can't he can't throw the fly rod. Um, he just can't. And it's, you know, poor dadsmanship, whatever you want to call it. I just haven't been where he's 14. He's plenty strong enough to throw a musky fly. 
uh, the technique just isn't there to throw a, a 10 or 11 or 12 weight. You know, he can, he can throw an eight weight. He can throw, you know, actually it's, yeah, it's a seven weight, I guess he's yeah, I got a seven weight mojo, mojo bass rod and he'll throw that for, uh, for small mouth, but that's, that's about it. I, Oh, I did get up to Wisconsin and fish with, um, Oh, Tony Sandrone. We went up there, I oh, guess. That uh, little guy. In the middle, middle of the year. <laughs> yeah, that little guy. He's a wiry little <laughs> bastard. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, got to, got to meet up with Tony. Yeah, I guess that was before our uh, fall trip. And, uh, I, I called him up and, and, uh, said, I, I really want to put my boy on some pike. And he took us out to the spot and it was just, you know, we were cursed. We were absolutely cursed because it was gorgeous weather. It was like 40 degrees at night and 50 degrees during the day. But, uh, in, in, in August or actually it was July, uh, that's no bueno when you go from like 80 degrees days down to 40 degrees days. So it was, uh, it was kind of a cruddy deal because the, the fish, the bite just went off and, and he took us to a, his money hole for pike and, and uh my boy had a couple blow ups and, and I caught a few on the on the fly rod, but it was just a just a crap day, but it was it was nice meeting him. Like I said again, another person I've talked to through Facebook forever and, and Messenger and, and uh to meet up with him and fish for him a day it was it was pretty cool. And uh he like I said he put us on some he put us on some good water and uh and we had a good time and then of course we were you know, we were in the Boulder Junction area so we went up and Talked to Bill, uh, Bill Shear. Uh, one day I went up there and went to his uh, his fly shop, and I think it's Lee Tyatt Fly Shop, and and uh, he turned me on to a couple different tying techniques, and I bought one of his uh, dubbing or whatever the God damn it, um, what's the twisters uh, brush makers. Bought one of his brush makers. I haven't played around with it yet, but I've been wanting to make some brushes and just kind of play around with different materials in the brushes. And, Dustin, do, that, do some heads or whatever. That's all I've been doing lately. For real. Yeah, brushes. Make big brushes, like big long fiber brushes. Yeah. Just wrap yeah. up the whole length of the, the hook shank and tr- sure. trim it to shape. Yeah. Super quick. You super, using a lot of synthetic in it then? Weave hair, man. That's that's all yeah. I use. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. super yeah. quick. Well, that's why I've got a bunch of it too. I've got a bunch of the weave hair, and I was gonna I was gonna practice that because it's super cheap. You know, you can get yeah. next to nothing. I thought if, if I screw them up, I'll just throw them in the trash, or whatever. But uh, once I get the technique down, the proportion it's it's all about proportions and and, and whatnot. And once I get that down, then I'll then I'll start throwing a lot of flash and, and everything else in there and throw investing some money in it. But I just I haven't had the time, man. I've been working so much. I this damn brush makers been sitting here for. <laughs> four or five months now it's just looking there staring at you yeah just staring at me you know like, every time i get a little bit of extra time i'm like do i want to make a brush do i want to make a fly i'm like screw it, i'm gonna make a fly i'll sit down and tie a fly so dustin so, I, I got a question for you yeah coming from a dad's perspective yep. uh what'd, yeah. your, what'd your boy like better musky on the gear or carp on the fly that's a tough one man um boy that's tough there's a lot of giggling going on. He, he's, I'm sure, <laughs> man. Both of them, man. He, he's, that he was tough. Like I, I, I would, I'd probably say the musky, and I'll be honest with you, probably just because the, the prestige of musky fishing, you know, and, and he knows I do it a lot. And he knows I carp fish a lot too, but there's there's still a negative stigma around carp, you know, and, and I think he, he thoroughly enjoyed the pull. He thoroughly enjoyed the fight, but I would say that it was probably, probably the musky. Um, and, 
he's he's only caught a handful of them before for this trip here and on on gear and this one it was just like he he did it all his own he's 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 bombing some good casts in there he's working the bait and and he's like oh got another one and then oh got another one and then he's just giggling and and having a good time and and uh i don't know the smiles on his face i would say were a little bit bigger with the musky even though the the the, the tarp they got him. They got him. They, I think he. I think the smiles while he's while he's fighting the fish were probably equal. Um, but the smiles when he's holding the fish were probably a little bit bigger when he was holding the muskie up. Just like I said that, that prestige and, and the negative stigma that still surrounds still surrounds tarp as you know being a trash fish or whatnot. So. I don't know, man. I I think carp or, or uh, muskie are way stinkier than carp. Oh, they do. I didn't. I didn't even realize musky stunk so bad for the longest time. I fished for musky for probably two years before somebody said, "Oh God, they stink like hell." I'm like, "What?" And and then it was. It wasn't until somebody turned me on to it, and I'm like, "God, these things do stink." I was like, "Holy cow!" And then now it's like a, you know, I, I remember the first musky ever caught. I was getting out of the net, and I, you know let him hold it up and give a picture. And then I, I, I went ahead and let him release it, but I had, you know, slime on my hand and I just wiped it on it right, right on his chest. I smeared it all <laughs> on his chest. I was like, now you got some musky slime on you, bud. And he's like, what? I was like, smell that. <laughs> so. Smell that. <laughs> smell of victory. <laughs> yep. So, uh, Dustin, you got in yeah. a little bit of a carp after dark. <laughs> don't even get me started on that can you tell me what you learned what you, what you didn't oh, figure what out what i learned what well, you i don't know if i out. learned a damn thing other than the fact that i can see the damn carps in there and and was a fraser uh that's the one that i listened to your your uh dan fraser podcast no it wasn't dan it was carp. uh galvin oh, was it was it galvin it was okay chris All galvin right. yeah so, yeah, I listened to that, and I'm like, okay, carp after dark, cool, we can do this, get the red light out, um, this gets me on the water that much more, um, I can do this, and uh, so I went out, and I found some carp, and sure shit, they're feeding, got my little red light on, I dropped my fly right in front of them, nothing, see another pot of carp, and they're feeding, and dropped my fly in front of them, nothing, I'm like, okay, so I did that for three days up in Michigan, and uh yeah. No, they don't. They don't eat at night. I don't know what the hell they're eating. I can see them eating, but they didn't want to have anything doing my fly. So I, I tried it. I went after it hard, but I don't know. I, I, I can catch them during the day, and then the sun would come up, and they're still sitting there feeding. And I stick a fly in front of them, they eat it, and I catch them. But I don't know. I, I I gave it the old college try, but it wasn't a it wasn't happening for me. I don't know. He's got a he's got one hell of a secret there. I'd love to. I'd love to pick his brain on that deal because uh, I couldn't. I tried dark, I tried bright, I tried everything, and couldn't get him to go. Are you throwing the same flies that you do in the in the daytime? Yeah, but I mean, I was trying some darker flies just because I figured it'd show up a little bit better at night. But uh, yeah, I tried darker, and, and I started with the dark ones just because typically the you know guys fish black at night, and I thought, well, if it works for a predator fish, it ought to work for a, a fish feeding on the bottom, but. Nope, didn't happen. I couldn't catch one. Uh, couldn't catch one while the sun was down. That's for sure. I gave it hell though. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna give up. But I did it for what four mornings. I got out there at three o'clock, two o'clock, two, two, three in the morning, and and uh, like I said I was able to locate them with a with a red light. I figured a red light would be better than a white light. And uh, yeah, 
just didn't happen. But you gotta I do gave like, her hell. You gotta do like Galvin does and go where hobos roam. Maybe, maybe I, I tell you what, if you, if you, yeah, the areas I was at aren't too far off from that, but um, pretty, pretty sketch, pretty sketch. <laughs> That's where meth heads roam, not hobos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, maybe, maybe you're right on that one. Maybe you're right. So, so you mentioned you're uh, you just brushed over your uh, your Achilles tendon injury. Yeah. None of us are spring chickens anymore. Uh, what? No, no, dude. Yeah. When, what, you, when you turn forty, quit doing stupid shit. That's what, that's, the, that's the moral of the story. What you, goes into you mean a, anything? Yeah. Anything that involves what you thought you used to be able to do? Yeah, I, I thought I could play a game of basketball. That's what I thought I could be able to do. But <laughs> that's that's out of the question. Um, yeah, I, uh, I went out there. Basically, what it was was it was uh, they had it was. Uh, I guess he was, he was in eighth grade at the time. He was going to be a freshman in high school. And anyways, they had a phenomenal season, and they always have a end of the year game where it's fathers versus sons. And so it's they make a team of fathers, and then they, go, they you know you play against the, the the sons. So you know I'm not one to be a pushover or anything like that. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have a good time and, and go out there and whoop on my son a little bit and some some hoops. <laughs> and uh, and mind you, mind you, I'm I'm. Six foot three, two hundred thirty pounds. My boy is six foot four, two hundred pounds at eighth grade. So we're we're pretty neck and neck. But he I got the good genes. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got he's got it in the DNA. There's no escape from it. So, anyways, yeah, I get out there and and uh, you know, knowing that it's a, a fun game, I I got my uh, my black afro wig out and my red, white, and blue bandana, and I got the the tightest, shortest shorts that I could possibly embarrass my kid in and uh showing off those, those white legs on. yeah I'll, I'll send you pictures it's, it's quite humorous oh please do um, but anyway <laughs> oh yeah I look <laughs> nice nice big white socks and uh nice nice tall white socks I wish I had the uh the yellow and blue striped uh 80 socks but I didn't I didn't have any uh on hand at the time. Those, anyways, are, those are called parties played, for anybody who don't know what's going hard, on. You know, having a good time. We were, we were whooping on them. We were beating them. Not by much. We were whooping them. I go for a rebound. I get the rebound. I pass it. And I go to take off running out of the court. And boom. Blew up, man. I went right down. And I didn't see what happened. I, I just thought that he went up for the rebound, too, and landed on me because it hurt, man. It felt like somebody kicked a, you know, like a field goal and, and right at the back of my shin. And uh, so I hobble off the side of the court, and I'm like, who the hell hit me? I'm like, hit you? I said, yeah, who who ran into me or who landed on me? Like, nobody did. You just went to take off running, and you went down. I'm like, oh, shit. That's that's when the panic mode started. And uh, I'm like, I tore my Achilles tendon. I was like, and they're like, no, no. I had a buddy that tore his, and oh, I was ungodly pain, and this, that, and the other, and screaming and hollering. And I'm like, no, dude, this this hurts, and, and uh, yeah, I'm screwed. <laughs> At the time, I was thinking I was going to lose my damn job because I'm like, I'm going to be out of work forever. And uh, so we got it iced up and, and went straight to the emergency room. Like, yep, you you ruptured it. It's good. It wasn't a it wasn't a complete tear, thank goodness, because I didn't it did not need surgery. Um, but uh, I went to the the doctor after that, the uh, orthopedic guy, and he's like, yep, ruptured ruptured Achilles. And I was like, well, aren't you going to do an MRI or something like that? And he's like. No, I don't need to. He's like, feel it. 
and you know you feel something that's the size of a you know a good sized rope, and then you you go down and you feel something that feels like a piece of dental floss, and then you go feel something a little bit lower that feels like a rope. Like yeah, that little spot right there that's that's uh, there's nothing there. He's like yeah, that's the tear. So uh, yeah, he he you know he said you're you're gonna be laid up for two weeks, and, and I said no, ain't gonna happen. And uh, yeah, I was supposed to go to therapy and everything else, and. Um, yeah, at $230 a, a therapy session at three times a week. Um, nope, that didn't happen either. I went to yeah. one therapy session, got one bill and I said, Nope, that ain't happening. So yeah, I self, you know, self therapy, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a oh, they say it's like a nine to 10 months recovery on it. And I'm going on. I'm going on about ten months now, and we're we're all right, but we're not doing anything. We're not we're not hitting the dance floor. That's what I'm telling you right now. We're not hitting the dance floor, but I can still drag a deer out of the woods. You're not so. you're not shooting hoops with your boy. No, no that 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 phase of life is over with. I'm done with that. So, like I said once you hit forty, stop doing stupid shit. Uh, your body can't take it. If I'd have stretched out, I'd have probably been fine. But I, I was goofing off. I didn't think I needed to stretch before it. I didn't think I was going to be playing that hard, but. Once the uh, once the the hoops started dropping and we needed to pick up our A game a little bit as the dads um, started playing a little bit more intensely and, and uh, that's when it, when when she blew. Jay and I are both thirty six and we uh we did trampoline park with our kids today. No way! Oh no yeah, way. <laughs> <laughs> I heard man. my ass out. <laughs> oh, I thought my heart was going to explode. We we covered this in the first yeah. segment, but yeah. I thought my heart was going to... You like running marathons with your wife, though, aren't you? No, no, fucking 5Ks. She runs oh, them. That's he, like three miles. He goes. Yeah, that's a cakewalk. It's not a cakewalk, cake believe walk. me. But it's, <laughs> but it's, it's easier than a, a half marathon. My wife does half quick, marathons. Quickest quick I did three miles was 1810. That's the quickest I've ever done three miles. Yeah, that's, but you were probably in the military. Well, I did the Marine Corps for 13 years, so that yeah. was that was part of our physical fitness test. You had to run three miles, and it was a timed event. So that was that was a bit. I was normally right around 20 minutes. So that was about my three mile time. I think so, I think it was but, 36 minutes. That's uh, good. That's solid. That, that's not passing in the Marine Corps, but you know that's pretty good. Well, I did it off the couch. <laughs> Is this fat guy off the couch? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. <laughs> that's good though. Get you out there. Is she? Is she? pretty quick is she's a little zippy or does she run with you oh my wife beat me by like I, 10 or 12 minutes she would have yeah. passed in the marines i i'm not me <laughs> <laughs> can she do a pull-up can you do a pull-up <laughs> i used to be able to do a pull-up yeah pull up this beer to his lip about, only pull-up he yeah. does is a beer to his lip yeah about 25 pounds ago i could do a pull-up there you go there you go <laughs> now it's just tall boys huh yeah <laughs> So, how many did you have to do back then? Uh, I think you had to do like, kind of, um, I think the minimum was three. I think it was a minimum. But uh, again, the most the most I ever had was I think I had eighteen. I think it was the most I had. But most of the time, I was around that thirteen to fourteen was about about what I did. So, so that's spoken like so hard for me to do. I can, dude, my arms are so damn long. I, I I can scratch the back of my knee without bending over. <laughs> so pulling myself up that high is, is that gets pretty tough. But so. that's spoken like a true musky fisherman. You remember yeah, the, yeah. the most you've done. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like the exactly. biggest fish. <laughs> the biggest fish, right? That that yeah. <laughs> if I if I measured my fish more, but uh, I think I think 
yeah, I think I'm sitting at 44 is my biggest, and, and that's, you know, that's that's fine by me. You know, every muskie is a trophy. I don't care if it's a 27 or a 22 or a, a 37, uh, 40, 47, whatever. Every Everyone's still a trophy. I haven't gotten to that. Um, you know, I'm that way with my deer. You know, if it's if it's not 140, I'm not even thinking about pulling the trigger, you know. But I haven't gotten that way with my, uh, my muskie. I, I just... You know, I, I every I treat every fish with a hundred percent respect, whether it's twenty seven or, or thirty seven or forty two. You know, um, I cherish every one of them. So I'm the same way as you are, man. And, and uh, yeah. honest to God, I've measured two fish. I think. Yeah. In total. Yep. I've measured. I've I've confirmed measured three. I measured one the the forty three or forty four, whatever it was. And that's just because my buddy was like right there with the tape. I measured one down at Harley Strictly Muskie, and then a couple of years later, I measured one at Harley Strictly Muskie. So you know, <laughs> it's like if it's a tournament, I measure them. If it's not a tournament, I don't measure them. And you know, but you know, I haven't got that you know forty eight, uh, you know forty nine inch fish. I, I think if I got a forty eight or forty nine, I'd be looking for a tape measure. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I think if it's I eyeball them neighborhood of forties so, or up, you're like, all right, let's measure it. Anything under that, it's like, all right, yeah. it's another one. Yep, yep. But I'm just happy I enjoy it. You know, I, I cherish every, you know, stripping them in, getting them in the bag, looking at them, getting the hook undone, and taking a couple pictures and letting them go, man. And that, that's what it's all about. I'm not going to, I don't oh, it's just a, it's just a little guy. It's just a little guy. No, it's must, you know, I get, I get, I get fired up, man. I get fired up over, over any fish, man. If I, it's all about the eat, man. If, if they do everything, if they do everything I want them to do, I get excited. If they don't do what I want them to do, that's when I get pissed. I, you know, I, caught one and he just stripped it in. I'm like, are you going to fight or what? This is, this is pathetic. And I kind of gave him some slack and let him go out there and fight a little bit more. I'll never forget that. First cast. First cast. Walk down, me and my buddy, walk down to the sand, this little sandbar. I make the first cast. It's literally just sitting on top of the water, big bucktail fly. I'm letting my fly line sink just a little bit to yank it under. That fish just comes up and eats it. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. Boom. Hook it, strip, 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 and it's sitting there at my feet. I'm like, he's like, dude, you just caught a fish. I was like, yeah, but it didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I gave it a little slack and it ran out and, and gave me a little bit of a fight, but it didn't do what I wanted it to do. So I like go back out there and, and regain itself. So you need a uh... musky and brown shot are like that every once in a while. They just, uh, I, that's why I don't like catching rainbows. Rainbows, man, they never give up, man. They just fight, 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 give them in the net, and it's flop, 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 flop. Musky and brown trout, they're like, all right, you got me in the net, get me unhooked and let me out of here. They like getting their picture taken. Yeah, they like getting their they're, they're photogenic, you know. And I, I catch a, you know, twenty two or twenty three inch brown. They'll 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 put up a fight. They'll put up a fight. Once they hit the net, they're like, all right, get the hooks out of me, get a picture, let me go. All right, cool. If you're cool with it, I'm cool with it. So, but man, those those rainbows, man, they just flop 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 flop. I get so take those little bastards. So, you ever thought about making your way this way and uh, doing the uh, Beast of the East? Mm, man, I tell you, I, honestly, God, I think the next one on the books for me is that tree limb. I really want to, I want to try to get there. I, I really want to do the bees to come out and hang out with you guys. But, and the drive is about the same for hardly strictly. And I don't know, it, I really do. 
But you guys scare me with that that whole beast lease, man. You guys get flooding out there, and then you guys are fishing lakes. I don't want to fish lakes. I want to fish a river, you know. Um, I like those small rivers. I, I like, you know, when we were in Wisconsin, we were fishing, you know, some smaller rivers. And I like that small river. I don't, I, I can fish lakes around here. I get sick of fishing lakes. So we both, I know you guys are all about your lakes. But no, we got two. I fish the river every year. I never fished yeah. the lake. I've never a, fished the lake in that whole tournament. And we pulled a big river. river. Oh, it okay. is a big river. And okay. but we pulled two forty sixes out of the river this year. That's two big fish. We're both oh, yeah. out of the river. No, I'm I'm sure you guys got the fish. I'm sure you got the fish, but that's my only hesitation is is just you know, bring your drifter, it's perfect. It's like is you know, it it feels it feels muskyish. You guys haven't fished Wisconsin yet, but when you go to Wisconsin you just feel like you're fishing in musky territory. You know, it's like I feel as though if I fished Pennsylvania, I'd feel like I was just fishing Illinois. I don't know, maybe yeah. not, maybe not. I could, I could do Virginia. Uh, uh, I think I could do like Virginia, West Virginia, um, and I, and I definitely can do the Tennessee thing, just because I've done it now. But when you're down in Tennessee, it, it doesn't feel musky. Like I don't know, it just doesn't feel. When you're in Wisconsin, you just like, yeah, this is musky territory. You know, you got the pine trees, you got the tannic water, and I don't know. I, that, that's what's turning. And, and not that, you know, I. I like I said, I like catching fish. Don't get me wrong, but I like it's it's all part of it. It's just that whole ambiance and everything that goes along with it. That's that's my only hesitation with the whole Pennsylvania thing. Is like I'm gonna drive my ass all the way out there, and then it's just like, oh man, this is just like fishing Illinois or, or whatever. Is that doesn't doesn't have that musky feel? You and sure have a valid excuse. The fish, the fishing will be the best thing <laughs> about coming mountains. here. There aren't very. Oh, I mean, I mean you're you get gonna, a big mountain. There's a mountains. You're where gonna we're fishing. get a lot of beauty where yeah, it's at. I it's mean, but it, all mountains. Once, yeah. I think it's one of them deals where, like, you go there and you move a fish or two, you'll be like, it, it, the blood will pump in you and it'll kick in. But I think you kind of need yeah. to need to get that fish or see it. But uh, sure, yeah, sure. but everything we've ever looked at or seen on Wisconsin, I get exactly what you're saying there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've been. Got I, vibe, I've, I've got drive, lucky. I can drive to, five hours north or four hours north. I think it was. It was like five hours where we, we were fishing and, and, you know, it's just like, oh man, I'm in the North woods, you know, this, this feels awesome. You know, it just like, it's just completely different. And I don't know, it just, yeah, it is what it is. So I just, I like Wisconsin. So Dustin, when, uh, when you and your boy went up to Wisconsin, mm-hmm. did you take a drifter or did you just got guys just take a canoe? The old, the canoe, man. I, I love my canoe. I can, you know, we're both, uh, I'm, I'm still spry enough. I'm still spry enough. I can, I can stand in the front of the canoe and just fish fine and, and, uh, get my figure eights. And, and, um, I, I fish a lot out of my canoe, just, just solo. And, and I know a lot of guys got the, the training wheels on their canoes and that sort of thing, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty stable in my canoe. And, uh, when like I said, when I've got my boy in the front, I'm in the back paddling and that was a little sketch too. I wasn't, I, that's the other thing was the water the water we were going down because there's some giant ass boulders in that in that <laughs> river and, and it was cold and and there's a lot of current pushing around those boulders and and uh and we wanted to fish around them because we knew there'd be some fish around but i'm i'm trying to you know work the canoe and make sure we don't you know get t-boned on this damn boulder and, and go for a swim because you know around here you know you fall out of the canoe you're in two foot of water three foot of water you know it's no big deal but up there it's like okay one it's cold and i really don't want to get wet uh and then two you fall out of the canoe up there it's one there's a lot of current and then two you're in like eight foot of water because these, these boulders are like the size of a damn Volkswagen and i'm like shit man you get t-boned on a on a on a boulder it's not like oh i'll just step out and drag it over it's like you're in eight foot of water there's no stepping out you got to figure that shit out so 
the first float down, we got a lot of rain up there. That was that was pretty sketchy too because we we drove up there and there's tor- I didn't realize it until the day later because uh, one of the guys messaged me like, "You get up here okay?" And I said, "Yeah, I got up here. Why? What's up?" Like, oh, dude, we had like all kinds of tornadoes and shit. And I said, "Well, I drove through a shitload of rain. That's for sure." And I'm driving down these sand roads and of course it's two o'clock in the morning as I'm driving up there and uh, <laughs> I just come I'm driving down this sand road and there's just a covered in water it's just like okay i got i got a truck and a full drive but it's like is this is this big total water is it three foot deep or is it three inches deep so i'd stop get out walk through the puddle and then come back drive through that one drive down a couple more miles and drive through another one and of course my boys asked out and i'm doing all this shit in the dark but uh yeah it was a little bit sketchy but yeah the first day down the river it was the river was definitely up and i think that's what had those fish triggered that's why we had that that first day was so good we like i said we ended up sticking five that day and i don't know we moved like seven or eight but um yeah it was uh a little sketch getting up there we made her we made it made it work when uh when my boy's 14 i hope he wants to spend five days in a canoe with me that that's fucking Dude, that's we a could, plus dad. We could have spent another five. Yeah, you know? we could have spent another five days. He wouldn't even bat an eye. He's he's just he's all outdoors, man. He's all outdoors. I I, I did that to myself. So no, that's awesome. That's, good, good or bad. That's, <laughs> that's a plus daddy. Yeah, I, he was having some he was having some issues at school not too long ago. Uh, back in when I was right around the time I had my Achilles and. And he's he's all into this survival thing. So I just I literally just took him out. He's like I was like, You wanna just spend a day out in the woods? And he's like, Yeah. So I drove him out the woods and I just dropped him off in the woods and I said, I'll be back at four o'clock to pick you up <laughs> and I said, Meet here at four o'clock and I went back and picked him up and that was probably one of the best days he's ever had out in the woods. He built a little shelter and I don't know, he did all kinds of crazy stuff. Whatever whatever fourteen year old boys do out in the middle of the woods at you know, for eight, ten hours. So I used to hide porno mags. Yeah, 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 you know that's what we I did. We used to have a little. We used to have a. <laughs> He's we used hiding to have a shack for later in life. Me and my me and my buddy, we'd hike out in the middle of the woods. It was this deer hunting shack, and it was just uh, loaded up with porn magazines. And and we'd hike. We it took us forever to find it, but we we'd hike around out in these woods all the time. We're like, oh, dude, there's a shack out in the middle of the woods, and we'd go up there. And of course, they got bottles of whiskey in there, so we we definitely helped ourselves to that. And then, uh, yeah, <laughs> helped ourselves to the porno magazines, and and uh, then we had a place to go every time we. Uh, Decided to go exploring in the woods. We uh, always made our way back to the deer hunting shack. So. Heck yeah, man! That's yeah, that's right on. That. No wonder why you could throw the big fly, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Still know, man. I've been going, I've been going it, smaller huh? this year. So. Yeah, man. I I found myself doing the same thing. Yeah, I mean they 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 seem to eat it. I, I think the big ones I, I get a lot of follows, but it seems like the smaller ones they just flat out eat. And I'm, I'm, follows are cool, but I'd rather have an eat than a follow. So you know, and you know, I'm sure you know different times of the year. You know, I typically you know we had this conversation last time. Start small in the in the spring, and then you know in the fall throw big. But well, even my, even my bigger flies that I'm throwing in the fall are still maybe ten inches long. Like nothing nothing crazy. Nothing out of the you know, uh, I've been throwing some of those uh, those Cohen tails. I like the. I haven't gotten the. I've got a couple of Packery or Packerini, whatever. I've got a few of those. They they really look good in the water, but I haven't caught any fish on them yet. So I just finally caught stick a with old Mr. Weeks Wiggles. Ago. Yeah, that's what we called it, Mr. Wiggles. <laughs> he uh, he he's he's earned his uh, he's earned a couple spots on the uh, the retired board, and I got some new Mr. Wiggles 3.0 and 4.0s. Uh, still catching fish so 
so when we had very first met you at the, mm-hmm. the Hardly Strictly two years ago, yes, uh, you had mm-hmm. you, your boy Josh, and was your other buddy Mike? Was that his name? Uh, the first, uh, Chris. Chris. Has Chris caught a muskie yet? No, Chris has not caught a muskie yet. <laughs> Is that why he bailed this year? I think he's... I think he's going on seven years now. I think it's been seven years. And, uh, I, we, like I said, we have tried and tried and tried and, and there's, there, there's fishy dudes and there's non-fishy. He can catch any other, you know, you put a carp in front of him, you put a pike in front of him, you put a small moth in front of him and he's just, he's just left and right. But man, that dude, when you put a muskie on his line, he it ain't staying on. It's going to get off. <laughs> no, nope, he's yet, yet to bring one to the net, yet to bring one to the net. Now he had a, he switched companies and had a business trip out to Montana and, and uh, he was originally going to go during the hardly strictly. That's why he had to cancel. And he was originally going to fish. And then he says, Oh man, he's like, I just found out there's this really cool golf course out there and I'm going to, I'm going to golf. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm going to disown you. Um, because golf is not, you know, you know, no, I, I, I have a beard and, and swing an ax and run a chainsaw. Golf is not part of my golf for old people. Right. So, Exactly, golf and uh, crappie fishing, trout fishing with dry flies. Yeah, I, it's it's something I'll do when I get older, I'm sure. But right now, I'm I'm the musky fish. So and trap shooting. That's the other thing. Trap. That's the other thing old dudes do. Trap shooting, crappie fish, and and uh, yeah, golf and and throw a little dry flies and drought. As long as you can drink beer while you're doing it, though. Jay, wasn't your first job? Uh, yes. At a trap shooting. Place? Yes, it was at a trap shooting place. Yes, that's yeah. what I did for a living. Yeah. Yep. At least I got to hang out and chill around guns and shoot guns after work. Sure. At like, si- at like 15, 15 years old. I was only 14, 15, so, yeah. For a living. <laughs> For a living. <laughs> yeah. So living in my mom's basement. At least they had me working young. Those were beast light money. Yeah. <laughs> I was earning my own beer money for meeting up with my friends later to go to the hunting porno stashed. <laughs> so, you know, I was out there. Two days a week. It, w- it was fun though. It was it was fun and enlightening at a young age. Phase. I like shooting birds. It was fun. Yeah, I like shooting birds. I like I like the sporting clays and the the skeet though. I like I like fast action stuff. I'm more of a snap shooter when I when it comes to shotgun hunting. Trap shooting, I just I got too much time to think and, and I'll I'll screw it up. I'll, I'll I'll miss them. It was cool when I when I was working. We would like actually had like a uh, what, like eighteen. Uh, course that had like 18 different stations to it so mm-hmm. you go around like the whole course and take people around to you know and they had bunches of different scenarios clay pigeons that rolled on the ground like rabbits and ones that flew straight Dude, up in the air that's sporting clays that's yeah. not trap yeah or whatever you want to call it yeah sporting clays that's no, what i, I said pool yeah no, you need to, you need to know the difference <laughs> okay. sporting clays is legit yeah that's sporting what we, clays is legit that that was a lot of fun no, to I'm, do that yeah no sporting clays is good no yeah you got the rabbits and the the quail and the teal and and all that, yeah, yep. no, that's that's, what, all that that's, stuff. that's 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 right up there. But no, tra- I'm talking just straight trap. We yeah, have a little half the moon and the, and the birds go out straight away and to the left and the right. Yeah, no, oh, no, we used to do that in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like what you do. Yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Yeah, yep, yep. Those that, that was a fun so. way to spend a Sunday once a year. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I. I say getting getting the boys together to shoot a little trap. That's 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 fine, you know. Especially if you're doing it that way with a little clay thrower and sitting on the tailgate of the truck. That's one thing. But when you're going to a range, that's 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 what old guys do. Yeah, man. We we listen to Skinner. 
fucking throw trap yeah, all day. <laughs> Absolutely. I got my wife's Absolutely. car stuck doing it. It was awesome. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, Dustin, is we've had you on the phone for fuck an hour and a half. Uh, is there anything we haven't hit on that you want to? That, anything we should be talking to you about? Man, I don't think so, dude. I think we've hit hit my year. Like I said I got I got no plugs. I got no no hashtags to hit. I got nothing, man. I uh, I got no sponsors and no beer hell, life. I, I, no I, nothing. Yeah, no. I I mean I I like my beer. I, I had to cut back on my whiskey a little bit. It was it was uh, it was getting a little bit a little bit heavy, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I like my I still like my beer. I, I had a uh, had a couple tall boys before I had a little. I, I told you I had to do a little pregame before I got on the phone, so I had a couple tall boys and. And, uh, yeah, I've so, been getting back into reality. I get getting away from the IPAs. I, I was hitting the IPAs a little bit hard, and I, I was feeling a flat rim coming on. I was like, nah, that shit. I had to the get some bush lattes and, and, you know, some, some Budweiser's. And I, I even, you know, in, in you know, honor of, of Steven, I had to go get some hams. So I've been drinking a little bit of hams here and there. So, yeah. See, all I'm, we not, have I'm not into the yet. Not into the Yinzer beer yet, though. I mean, I'll, I'll drink, what is it, Yingling? I'll drink a Yingling, but I don't know that shit you took a picture of the other day. I never even heard of that stuff before, where uh, you guys were, like, tapping beer cans. I don't know, oh, like Iron Cities. Oh, we're we're yeah. pumping steel, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to try that one. I don't know. That, that seems a little harsh. But, uh, oh, that's harsh, bro. Yeah, Iron yeah. Cities, it's not fun. You're not going to find that but yeah. at our corner store. Have you ever had Old Style? Maybe I really like does. Old Style. Yeah. I, I don't know. Have you ever had that? Yeah, I like my Old Style. Actually, um, I, 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 I almost don't drink PBR because it kind of became a fad. <laughs> yeah, I, I drank PBR before it was cool, and then it became a fad, and I quit drinking it. But uh, I'll drink PBR a PBR. wrecks your guts, though. Dude. I drink a lot yeah, of PBR. Yeah, <laughs> you drink yeah. a lot of everything, Chad. No, but I drink a lot of PBR, yeah, and then I switch to High Life, and now that mm. I go back to PBR, it's like really sweet. It's yeah. it's hard to drink because it's so sweet. Hmm. I, I don't know. It's my defined taste buds. Well, when you <laughs> when you <laughs> go to turn me on to those uh, hey, those sour beers, that oh, oh God, that was horrible. That was hor- for me. That was horrible. Um, you may like them, but I couldn't do the whole sour IPAs and stuff like that. That was that was ridiculous. So. Well, we got Chad when he when he goes from uh, what sh- champagne of beers, champagne back to beer. He's, you know what I mean. You can't keep switching like that. You got to either live the high life or don't, man. I, like I said, I love the sour beers, but uh, Ooh, but I, I can't afford to drink them all the time. The we don't like the sour beers really? the next day. Oh, oh, the sour beers are so good. Yeah, but they tear Chad's stomach oh, up, God, and then no. it smells like can't shit the next can't day. And, and if you can find a true one, because anymore they have so much fruit and like other stuff in them, but like a true just sour yeah. beer with a probiotic, ooh. Because they have living organisms huh. inside of them. That's what. That's Eat what your ma- guts. That's Wait, what makes you stink you, so bad. The did next you say mm-hmm. probiotic? Yeah. Mm. It is a fucking yogurt Interesting. commercial. Yeah. So speaking of wow. Speaking of the whiskey. So they'd be good for like breakfast, huh? Okay. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of the whiskey, Jay and I are going on a trip to Niagara in four days. Uh, All right. We're not taking beers down to the river because they're too heavy. Uh, okay. What's a good bourbon we should take? Dude, I, I I drink I like the Evan Williams. I, I'm cheap. I'm a cheap ass. So I drink a lot of uh, I like oh, I like my Evan that. Williams. I like my Jim Beams. I don't have you know that 
uh, have like a a real high end bourbon that I would recommend. Uh, no, that, we're not high end, dude. Mass quantities. That, I know, but I drink in mass quantities, so I keep it cheap. You know, that's so. perfect. We're uh, we're OGD yeah. bottle and bonded. Normally, you know. Okay. All right. Eighteen dollars right. for a bottle. Hundred proof. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, if, it, if it's going down too smooth, bump up to the wild turkey, man. That, that oh, wild turkey one on one, they'll slow you down a little bit. That was gonna so, be our night. It'll keep you warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warm on the inside. Nice, nice. So, man, no, I, 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 I don't have anything. Class. I don't have anything else. Like I said, you boys were hurting for a guest tonight, so I figured <laughs> I'd reach out and just say, "Hey, what's up?" And you're like, "Hey, you want to come on?" I said, "Sure, I'll, I'll come bullshit with you guys. Nothing else." Absolutely. We'll have a good time. Anytime. Yeah. Yeah. It just sucks because now my morning commute tomorrow, I got nothing to listen to unless I want to listen to my suck run my mouth, you know? So <laughs> that's why that's, just, that's my Monday morning commute is listening to you boys on the way into work. And then it's typically long enough. I can listen to half of it on the way there and then half of it on the way back. It gets me to and from work. Just shut that's it off. Monday, and, man. Just shut it off. Now I'm going to have to listen to I'm going to find some other podcast. Dude, I don't listen to it. I, I can't even hardly really listen. The Drake just recently uh, released a couple of them, so I, I knocked those out. Um, um, but I used to listen to uh, Fish on the Brain a lot, too. That was a good one. That, they quit. That ended, and then the, I listened to Yeah. Yeah, they quit. Listen uh, to the Drake, and yeah. yeah. The Meteor podcast is a good one. Do you listen to that? I've, I've tried a little bit, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just If it's not musky related and it's not carp or just you guys just being stupid on the radio. I, I don't know. I, just, I can't do it. Okay. I can't uh, do it. Uh, thanks, man. This week, That's great. This week uh, Zach Matthews from the Itinan Angler has a, yeah. has a carp guru on. Okay. So All right. That's a good listen. Let's check that one out. Yeah. Okay. Zach, right. Zach's I'm, good. I'm, I'm always down for a good carp one when they're just talking trout nonstop. I get I get bored quick. I just I, I don't do the trout thing anymore. I, I cut my teeth on trout, but I just I can't do the trout thing day in and day out. Listen to pod. Um, I gotta I gotta have something. I gotta have some beer drinking talk or some, you know, whatever. Some bullshitting. Another good one. Two weeks ago, uh, April Vokey had on Lantani from. Backcountry hunters and anglers. That was, okay. That All was, right. I definitely will listen to some April Vokey. I, I do like. I like her. Um, that was a good. Again, episode. she's a lot of a lot of steelhead and a lot of like Australian fishing, offshore fishing and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely. <laughs> I listen to. I listen to most all hers. Um, so I'll definitely check that one out as well. Always looking for some good pod. Um, and also another musky related one. Have you ever listened to the Fat Az Musky podcast? Yeah, I've been I've been getting through those. Does he have anything fly related on there or not? No, <laughs> absolutely, okay, absolutely yeah. not. I I definitely got into them um, a while back when I was going through a draws when I'd listened to every single uh, every single SBS pod. And I was just craving for some pod. Uh, you guys mentioned them. I, the first I think one of the first one I listened to was when the, they were going. They were talking about the hatchery and, and the uh, the stocking, the PA stockings, and oh, how they raise their musky. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was absolutely phenomenal. That was a yeah. great pod. That was a great. That was that was a good learning experience for sure. But that, uh, yeah, I need to listen to them a little bit more. Uh, I don't listen to them nearly as much as I should. They they do a lot of trolling talk. If yeah, listen yeah, to them is like sitting in a boat trolling. Yeah, that's why I make yeah. sure I do it at work. Whenever you sell <laughs> that, yeah. You're gonna promote uh, it too. I can't. I can't do that. I cannot do that. I will never. You will never catch me on a boat trolling for musky. It's just. I can't. I can't do it. It takes everything that I love about musky fishing. It just takes it away. It I mean, turns into walleye fishing. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fine if you're if you're looking to fill a cooler with with walleye or some salmon or or a tuna or something like that. Troll it up, man. Fill that cooler and, and sashimi it on. But uh, now for musky fishing, it's 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 all about the eat and it's all about the follows and, and the, the figure eights and um the the fight yeah that's that's a bonus but it's 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 about that eat man if i can't see that eat or if i can't feel that eat right there and i'm just dragging a you know i don't care if it is a 55 inch through the water i don't i don't want to do it i don't want to just drag fish through the water and then just do the old grip and grin hey i got a 50 or a 55 yippee whatever i just drug some baits through the water then you gotta look the rest casting. of your life going what would that have felt like if i'd have caught it on the fly even casting oh, gear it's it a guilt yeah but, I had I had probably my biggest fish when we were up in Wisconsin. It was it was it was probably the biggest fish I, I hooked, and uh, I thought I was snagged. Of course, it's a classic classic big fish story, you know. And, and I cast over in this eddy, and I I've been throwing a heavier sinking line and, and stripping it through, and I kept on getting limbs and, and just all kinds of crap in that eddy. And uh, all of a sudden, I boy, I just hooked into something heavy, and I'm like, God damn it, you know, and then I, and my boy asked me, he's like, should I paddle over there, and I was like, yeah, start paddling over there, I'm like, oh, wait a second, I got it, it's coming, it's, it's a big <laughs> stick, I said, I'll just pull it in, you know, they give it and a then, dude, this, <laughs> dude, this fish came up out of the depths, I'm like, oh, my, I was like, fish, 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 and it just looks right up at me, opens its mouth, and out that, I never strip set, I didn't, I didn't gear set, I didn't do anything, I just had pressure on that fish, because I thought I was snagged, I kept getting hung up and snagged in there, I didn't do anything, and I turned around immediately, I turned around, I'm like, dude, did you just see that fish? He's like, yeah, I was like, no, you saw the fish, right? I was like, I was like, that was a huge, I mean, it was a big fish, I, I mean, huge for me, I mean, it was probably, you know, upper, high, high 40s, it wasn't no 52 or 55, but it was, it was upper, High high forties. It was a big fish. I was like, "You gotta be shitting me!" I just had the fish of my lifetime on, and and uh, didn't do the goddamn thing except drag it up to the to surface to where it could let go of my fly and break my heart. At least so. you got to see it and weren't left wondering. Oh yeah, you know. Well, I, and and my, and my boy got to see it too. You know, that's that's that was the important thing because I had verification that yes, that was a fish. It wasn't like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, whatever, Dad. That was a big fish. Like you <laughs> saw it. So, if two, if one person sees it's a fish story, if two people see it, it's no longer a fish story. It's, it's real life. Mm-hmm. It's real life. <laughs> Depends on who you're with, man. These guys that they, they'll take your fish story and I'll, smear it. I'll corroborate a fish story, man. <laughs> <laughs> they'll lessen your fish story real quick. They'll be like, "Yeah, it's 28." I'll be honest with you though. If, honestly, God, I think I think if I was going to come out and do anything with you boys before I come out to the, do the beast, I think I'd, I'd probably come out and do a, a steelhead thing with you. And the only reason I said it, I've never caught well, I've caught steelhead on the fly, but they were they were pretty dinky. They were the the smolts that I just ran into a whole bunch of smolts and I just hammered on them for like an hour. And I'm like, okay, I'll, all I'm going to get is smolts. So they were only like six inches long. So I don't count that as a steelhead. Um, but anyways, I, I listened to you guys talking to Grassy the other day. Um, was it, was it Scott? Yeah, Scott man. Grassy? Yeah. That got me fired up. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I've never, I've never tied in even, even a five pounder, you know, I, I think that'd be, uh, that'd be pretty cool. I've never caught a steel hide on a fly. So they caught them on gear, but. Uh, they're you know. they're, they're fun. fun. They're Early fun in the shit, season. Yeah. Now, like we still got some hot fish that, you know, and they're, they'll trickle in, but. You know, for a, a really true good fight, you're talking early, like, through October. Anytime through October, 
that's like the, probably the better fights. And then in spring, they, they get their strength back again with warmer Do you temps. have hybrids there? What's that? Do you have state? hybrids there? Do you guys have those to fish regularly? Hybrid stripers? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. They give you oh, everything yeah. no, a steelhead we... does except jump. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's the comparable fight then. Uh, yes. Yeah. We, we've got two lakes, one one lake pretty close here. Um, that I, I was on a good hybrid bite for probably about five years and I can never, dude, I cannot beat that 13 pound mark. I don't know what it is about me, but every fish, like I'll get, I'll get one on and fight it, fight it, fight it. I'm like, Oh man, this is a giant. This is a giant. Get it in, weigh it 13 pounds. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I bet I've caught 12 to 15 fish that were in that 13 pound range and I cannot beat that 13. I, I just want to get like, cause the lake that I fish in, there, there's, there's known like 16, 17 pounders in there. And, uh, I can never get, so most of the fish we catch are anywhere from two to that six pound range. And then every once in a while you'll get into some, some giants and, and, uh, seems like, you know, there for a while I was on them hot and heavy and just, just tearing them up. And it was, it was fun because it was something I could do in August. It's hot as hell, 95 degrees. I could throw the boat in, troll out in the middle of the lake and then just get the binoculars and look for busting fish and then just motor over there and just hammer on them with poppers. And I did that for probably, like I said, about four or five years. And, uh, then, you know, everybody and their brothers out there yanking them out, they don't reproduce. So it's up to the state to, uh, to you know keep stocking them and they they slowed up on their stocking and and i said everybody wants to fill a cooler with them and and uh that really hurts the population but they're they're still in there and and i i probably should pursue them but i just don't do as much as i should because i just i it's one of those things where i remember the good old days where i could go out and stick you know 10 12 fish in a, a morning and now you go out and you might get one or two you know they might come up and bust or they might not you know and uh i like i like it. we don't have them in the we don't have them in the rivers like you guys have got it. If we have them in the rivers, that'd be pretty cool. But, so, uh, they're all in the lakes. Speaking of the guys sticking them in coolers, did you ever keep one? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you say that. I kept coming to work, and uh, I'm like, oh, man, I you know, got, got you know two today, or I got four today, or I got six today, you know, and they're like, when? I was like, before work. And I'm like, dude, it's like 7 o'clock. I'm like, yeah, I was on the water at 5 o'clock. Went out, stuck two or three in my kayak, and then I'm at work, and they're like, they kept calling bullshit, bullshit. I'm like, and I, you know, you're in your kayak by yourself, you know, so I stuck a couple 13 pounders one day, and I, I laid the blade to them, and uh, (laughs) I wanted a picture, you know, I wanted a picture, so I kept two of them and and took a picture. um, I took it into work. I'm like, dude, check it out, you know, and they're like, oh yeah, I guess you are on them. I'm like, yeah, I'm not bullshit, you know. And, uh, and, and then I was pissed and, and I'm, I'm eating at, you know, night or two later. And, and my wife's like, why are you so mad? I was like, cause these things are freaking delicious. And I said, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want, I didn't want to like them because I've always let them go, you know? And, uh, and they were, you get that red meat off of them and, and, uh, it's, you know, and, and they were, they were really good. So, See, I've, I've never but, kept one. I, I don't know what they taste like. Yeah. Did you, did no, you soak you, them you or? You gotta get the red meat off of them. Yeah, you just gotta get the red meat, and you're and they're good. You can you can th- you, it, it's pretty firm. You can throw it on the grill if you like to cook on the grill. You can just bread it and fry it like you would any other. Well, around here, that's what we do with our fish. We just copy and bluegill. Amen. I just tell people they taste bread. like dog food. I never yeah. ate one. I never ate one, but that's my advertisement. Not nah, that that's dog. Food. And then I, I think I and about three years later, I ended up keeping one because uh, I caught on spinning gear. I was out goofing around. I caught on spinning gear and, and it, and it, it just, it, it killed itself. 
forever to get it in. And I put it in my live well and tried to revive it in my live well. And then I got a local farm pond that I, you know, talked to the guy and he lets me, you know, let some fish go in there. And I took out the farm pond, took it out of the live well, and I waded down in the water and I was trying to nurse that thing back to life for probably the better part of 20 minutes. And I finally, I just wedged it in between two cattails. And I was like, dude, if you make it, you make it. If you don't, and I came back like an hour later and it was toast. So I pulled it out and I laid the blade to that one too. So I guess <laughs> I've eaten about three of them. So, so I gave her, I gave her the old cause try to get, get revived back to life, but it, it wasn't going to happen. So oh, they'll they'll literally fight themselves to the death if you if you let them. They'll oh yeah they'll, they'll hook themselves so deep and whatever in their muscles and it just they just smoke them out. So. Yeah, they they hook the hook so deep here sometimes. No matter if guys will fish bait with them and they can't yeah. come back from that. Yeah, yeah. Back when I was a kid, I used to when I used to you know everything I shot, everything I you know it was it was just catch and kill you know, shoot and kill. And, and when I was in high school, we caught a lot of them and, and in the spillway part of this lake and, and we, we ate them, but hell, they were like the size of a white bass back then. They were like two to three pounds and we, we ate the crap out of them because we ate everything. Didn't matter if it was a drum perch or a hybrid. It wasn't until I got into the whole fly fishing thing that I saw the, the reality of, you know, catch and release and the benefits of it. So now, like I said, I, I literally have not cleaned the fish this year. This is, probably normally i'll keep a you know mess of crappie or something like that and clean them up or i'll catch a random walleye and, and lay the blade to that because rarely does a walleye go back in the water if i catch it fly fishing or whatever kind of fishing but uh yeah I've, I've yet to clean a fish this year and i'll buy a lot of fish at the grocery store but yeah. I haven't cleaned one yet this year so yeah i don't think i've cleaned one either what's that i don't think i've cleaned one either yeah, yeah. I said I, I just haven't done it. Last year, I I kept uh, I kept ten bluegill because I took my daughter out fishing for the first time and kept ten bluegill and laid the blade to those. But uh, yeah, haven't haven't kept anything. Oh, I oh yeah, I, I kept ten bluegill and then I I laid the blade to that twenty-eight inch walleye that I caught. And that probably was not a good thing either. So I didn't realize that big walleye didn't taste good. So nuts to it. I, Some, sometimes you gotta catch a big yeah. catfish to go with bluegill. Yeah, yeah, but no, anything over about 19 inches or so. I guess I did give that one in the spring. I caught that one. I gave it to my dad. I caught that 19 inch wall. I gave it to my dad. I didn't. I didn't put the blade to it though, so it doesn't count, right? <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> That's all right, dude. It sounds like I'd rather have. I'm you... literally holding this fish in my hand. I'm on the phone. I'm like, "Hey, you want a walleye?" He's like, "Sure." I'm like, "Okay, I'll keep it then." I was getting ready to let it go, and, and uh, he's like, "I'll take it." So I took it over there and. He, there's always my mom and dad. Yeah. I think we'd rather have you flaying the fish than Chad here because he got no damn practice. <laughs> I don't, man. That, I dude, got... That's one thing. If you're not, you know, you're not seasoned on the fish and you go hacking it up, I ain't going to be too happy. I get, oh, no. I, I got deer tails. I cut my teeth I... early on. I'm, I'm pretty good. Yeah, you can, you can, you can skin a mean deer, deer tail, can you? Yeah. The shit out of something. Yeah. But I'm getting to the point now where I just throw them in the freezer, and when I need to use a deer tail, I just pull a frozen chunk of deer tail out and just cut off what I need and throw it back in the freezer. Man, I thought about I'm that, but I thought about that. <laughs> you don't wash them or anything. You just can't. You just can't forget to. You can't forget it sitting on your tying desk. And it gets a little stanky after a while. So. <laughs> no, I can't <can't> imagine. <laughs> Power base. marks make theirs shiny clean. Yeah, it can't be. You get, to, you get a process now. 
Can't be a bad thing. Got a got a little bit of natural on natural there. Yeah. Well, we've enjoyed some of your stories and uh, wish you best of luck here through the rest of the. What do you got? Another gun season coming around? Yeah, I don't know. We got we got four deer in the freezer now, and and uh, I might try to put one more. We uh, I said four. I said my boy's getting older, so I, I might. I really want to get my wife a deer. If if she gets a deer, we're gonna try some different stuff. I want to try canning it. I've never canned deer before. Uh, I've eaten it. It's really good. And I want to try canning some, and and maybe who knows? I'll I might take some to the the butcher shop and get some salami or or you know, bratwurst or something like that made out of it, but. Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're we're good on deer, so I gotta. Yeah, we got one more shotgun season, and uh, if I can get my wife on one, that'd be great. If not, then we got you know pheasant season is just starting to wrap or get ramped up around here. Once it starts getting cold, I'll, I'll do some pheasant hunting, and and uh, I'll keep. We got our one little spot that we got. We can we can musky fish if it doesn't if it doesn't get too ridiculous. If we can musky fish all winter long, so I'll keep hitting that and and uh, pushing on until till spring and then be small mouth and right on through the year. So, yeah, I don't, we don't, we won't give up, but we, we fished as late as, you know, we fished into Christmas and last year, like I said, we were breaking ice in January. So it never ends. We don't have a closed season here. So I'll, I'll keep hitting it as long as there's open water. I'll keep hitting it. Get at them. Well, if you ever, you know, want to make that shitty steelhead trip you, you talk about, there, yeah, are, there yeah. are some big fish here and we do welcome sure. you. We'll, put you we'll put you at least on water that has fish in it i don't know the rest, yeah the rest i don't expect anything more man I don't, I don't expect anything more man if, I, I understand man i've been fishing long enough if i catch them i catch them if i don't i totally get it man you guys you guys catch enough fish to know that we'll keep evan your, williams in stones, our pocket for so. you yeah keep a little bit of whiskey on on the in the flask for you we know what you like now you betcha you betcha <laughs> take a little pull from that and stay warm well thanks for sharing bud we'll get a Absolutely. We'll get up and keep in touch, man. All right. Good talking to you boys as always. Yeah, we always nice talking to one of our buddies hmm. you know it's been a while it is we uh it becomes more of a conversation than an interview i feel like it mm-hmm. is yeah so hey what have you been up to man tell us about your life tell us what's been going on yeah, and the nice part is, is a lot of these guys we spoke to now we've gotten to talk to so much it's becoming that they're our buddies now yeah I mean, it's on the show and even off and, you know, messaging, and we've gotten to know a lot of these guys through musky fishing. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, even that, you know, you just go and you go to one of these tournaments, and mm-hmm. this, the the southern uh, 
What the is Southern it? Hospitality. Is, is it at that tournament? If you want to go have a good time, that's the place. And you see some fish. Damn, you see some you fish. You see a lot they don't eat. But, you know, first thing, we, we, go, we get our campsites randomly next to him. You know, we didn't plan for our campsite to be next to them. And, you know, right away, it was, you know, you just start clicking, friend, you know, and then a friendship comes from it right away. Well, I, all of his buddies. I had hit Dustin up, or I had put something up on Facebook or somewhere. I was like, hey, guys, we don't have a, somewhere to stay the last night. Who can, can we stay with someone? And Dustin hit me up right off the bat, right off the get. I said, yeah, you can stay with us. And he had to be in another campsite right next to us. Yeah, we didn't have to do anything but move 50 feet. Yeah, we yeah. just moved our campsite next door. Yeah, yeah they the slept outside. <laughs> we slept in the tent. They, they left <laughs> early. Yeah. But yeah, man, that that's fun. It, it Like I said, it's like talking to a buddy that we haven't talked to forever. So, uh, hey, Mark, you took some, you took a noob fishing yeah. yesterday. Uh, what was that like? And, and what's it like taking a noob fishing that has never musky fished? I guess it was kind of different because of the fact that he really wasn't directly trying to fish. He was just more tagging along for the ride. So, and for someone that had never done it, never been even where anywhere remotely close to him. He never gave a shit about no. it. No. He was like, just he's a trooper. He had a little fun being around him because next thing you know, he's like over there. And he's a um, he's like an audio video guy. So he's over. He's taking videos and he's like hopping around and trying to get different views and angles, taking pictures and stuff. I'm like, yeah, whatever. He's just making his way along. And uh, the other buddy I had with us, Michael, um, we did tying night with. He's been out maybe twice for musky. He's getting close. I mean, it was uh, watching the progression, and that's what you know. I was talking to uh, the buddy he brought with, and this guy's from Texas, and it was one of Michael's friends he brought um, had up there having one of their you know friends. It's like a college there. reunion. Yeah, it's like a college reunion right now. So he hadn't even been out fishing for like three years, and he's in town. And I want to kind of come along. So I felt bad. He's out there, and he's like just regular jeans, wool jacket, like a regular jacket, and tenor shoes, and just going right through the woods. So I was like, all right, cool. Hey, if you're gonna sit and do that, I'll, you're. Good in my book, man. That's cool. I offered a pair of shit kickers to you guys for yeah, him. He didn't but even worry he, about it. He's like a size 16. His like, feet are huge. I said, I got a size 11. Uh, that won't work. So, I mean, with that being said, <laughs> I detoured around. Foot in there. We fished it the whole way down, too. We hit every spot. So, it's not like we it's just like when you around. and I fished. Yeah, but then we detoured out around the creek, went back up to the road, and just came back down. Just walked up around, but still fished it the whole way. I went out on that little um, flat there. Fished it the whole way down through, and then once we got to where you had to cross, then really wasn't. Go ahead, just turn, keep it low. Just keep it really low. This is for you from this weekend. Um, once we got to that point where you know you had to like wade across there, and then we turned around and came back. But got some good video from it, and it was it was fun. It was nice because it was kind of like that guy that like and everybody kind of wants to see videos and you know, what have you. But who's gonna take them? Both of us are fi- two of us are fishing hard. One's rowing. Yeah. So it's kind of like that person to have that you want there to do it. it was neat. Oh yeah, and he we talked to him. He was at the tying night for a while, and you just could tell like me and you even talked to him like you know right in, you know he's just techie, a techie guy. Oh. He we wanted to talk to. Uh, <laughs> Very techie. Yeah, finally got on, didn't you? Uh, so, <laughs> but yeah, he even talked to us about uh, you know the podcast and you know. He has he runs uh, what like twelve or thirteen podcasts and such. Yeah, he is very much oriented to that. Yeah, 
So dudes and dudes and beer is the main one uh, that that he does. It's good podcast. Yeah, it sounded like I. It was. He brings you right in. You know what I mean. You could, and we can relate. You know what I mean. Listen, so, listen. The last guy that wants to you take can turn that pick, up still. I mean, we all listen, listen. I think it'd be light. You know how many times I've I've been told by my fishing partner like I'm not taking your picture. Ain't got time for that shit. Like this ne- kind of rude, but uh, ne- never with me, man. No, no. I <laughs> I I know how it goes with some people, but some people are like bah bah. You know, I mean, they're fishing. I can understand that. That's awesome to have somebody around who wants to, you know, get those moments that nobody else mm-hmm. could catch. You know what I mean? You got to not be fishing to, to be a photographer. You, there's no doubt about that. But you don't you don't have to not be a fisherman. But it helps, like get different angles, like you said, Mark. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he has casting videos of like the fly literally looks like it's getting ready to hit the camera. He had like right watched there. enough times where I was casting the same spots. The right spot. Yeah, and he got right into it. I mean, it was within inches of the camera. So there. Yeah. But uh, Michael, though, I think he's he's getting pretty close to his casting. His casting's it, coming it, along. Well, it's only like like coming along. He's now effectively fishing everything, so now he kind of knows what to do with it, and it's it's gonna get lucky soon. It's 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 coming, it's coming. He's he's getting there, and even like change the cadence, and he knows exactly. Okay, starts. You know, and the pike are different than the muskie. He's caught pike, hasn't he? He's caught a few, yeah. He's been getting out and taking initiative, going on his own too, out and fishing for the pike and the pickerel. And yeah, he's getting it. Good deal. He's due. He's due. He's getting there. You but know, it's, it's funny. It's <laughs> fun. It's fun to see, like you know, because he. He probably didn't fly fish much before he met you. Never did. You Until know, so he met me, and then he's like, I really want to learn how to do that. You know, and when, once you start seeing that, you know, progression in somebody that you got into it or that, you know, been a, you know that you kind of introduced into it, you know. Fly fishing sucks. Yeah. Casting's where it's at. I mean, Jace, you never really... I didn't pursue it. You I, never I like too to much go about ca- it. I like to go catch the fish, so it was always, you know, bonk gang, like, we're going to go out and murder them. Give me the spinning rod. Now, now you dig it, right? Oh, yeah, dude, to hunt them. It's hunting. Mm-hmm. Good hunting. Uh, Streamer-wise. Bobber fishing, tough. Lots of work. Stupid. <laughs> but, you know, if you can get one to bite the streamer, shit, that's... or or That's or, the most fun. I think we would all rather be sitting in flip-flops, fishing for smallmouth, well, floating I, a river, If I could hybrids. swing up a, a steely, I wouldn't mind that. If I could get to, like, a couple of those a day, I would like, be. I didn't That's wear shoes good. tonight because I wish I was in that environment. I'm going to walk home barefoot tonight. <laughs> I do like that. That's my favorite, man. Barefoot, flip-flops, in shorts. It is mouth. nice to be able to just sit and do that. It is. Cast, it is. I would, I, would rather be, I would rather be fishing for muskies, but when that period of time How comes much around, easier I truly is it? enjoy it. How much easier is oh, it? You're, you're so not much. like, oh, let me put all these clothes on in this two hoods so and yeah. be like, at points in time, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Oh, it's a lot easier to take a leak, too. A lot easier to make a drop waders and get through five layers. Oh, blowing sideways wind, you know, and your casts are shit already, and you're tired. Like, nah, that's not fun. But hey, you gotta be in the water. And it's to nice catch. to have fish to eat. 
they actually do it. Yeah, you throw a fly and you put it in an area, it looks like something should come out of it, and it actually freaking does. Uh, that's the that's best part about it. I mean, you get rewarded for the, what you do with that. Like, like Dustin had talked about, we didn't get much time to do that this year because we were, we were screwed on most of our smallmouth. But we did get out a few times, and the times that I know Mark and I spent on the water, we put a clinic on a couple days. Had I fun, think, had I fun. I think we Pushed probably have fish. a lot of other areas we can utilize for smallmouth we haven't sure. yet. That, yeah. that we probably will here too soon. And for pinches like that, when stuff's flooded, to maybe move around a little bit. Yeah. That was a tough year. Mm-hmm. Just tough spring. Hey, man. It's we, all learning experience. We tried to make it happen a few times and just never could launch. Or we got, like with Jason one day, we were catching a lot of fish, and then all of a sudden we get pushed off the river because they push it up. They, Levels, they, yeah. Yeah, it went up yeah. during the float. Yeah, that trees day we were out there. Trees are too. coming by we had, to, we had to go over. Yeah. yeah, we had to go over top of the... The dam at like seven gates, almost lose the raft over top. So, oh man, sure rode over it. <laughs> I almost <laughs> probably it would have probably been better off. Probably would easier. Lost it. I jumped right in there. Mark, Mark grabbed me. Uh, I would like you said a lo- lot of high water, but did learn learning to fish the high water mm-hmm. was that that's something I you did were very effective in it this year, dude. When are, when I feel like that's a time of year thing a lot though for yeah, those big fish. But look at look at what it takes. Okay, you you make big water again. You see what I'm saying? No, because Jace made it happen in the springtime, and then you made it happen all, late summer. Even all through the summer, anytime it got high, yeah. that that to me made the fishing better. Might have made it harder and less area to fish, but the the grabs were to plenty because it. Bait's rushing by. You you get it right there, or at least under the surface where they can come up, or, or it's worth them making a move on it, you got them. You got them. I, I pulled like six in a row one day, and it was to the point I was like, all right, that's a that's a good fill for me. I'm go home and head on over to podcast and talk about it. Talk about catching all these fish. Yeah, but it was just on a whim, stop by, water's high, just like I like it, and people are leaving it alone. Ah. There's more than just us fishing. Lots of people fishing, dude. Thousands of fishermen. People doing the same shit over and over. Try something different. Throw something different. Do something new. That's that to me. That that's what that's what I feel I could do with the fly rod most times. Fish different a little bit, you know. <laughs> you work out. I used to. <laughs> now you just. Now you I used to when I I used to when this when this song came out. I used to. <laughs> Now I'm just snipped Planet. it. I don't work out anymore at all. Planet Fitness. I just go to bed. I'm definitely going to start working out. <laughs> right after the... What? The You're going to work 5K. out what? Is that going to be your New Year's resolution, you fat ass? No, I think it's going to happen before New Year's. You're, what are, Dude, you just need to go to more vodka and water. More liquor and, and something else. You need to le- lose the beer, dude. Lose the beer. Just go straight liquor, vodka... I think I'm just going to quit drinking for a little bit. Gotta, I mean, that sounds stupid. Don't don't start some stop stop that stop that stupid talk. I did it for a month when I was 22. I can how, do it. How about You did it for a month and you're 22. <laughs> Listen to Jason. How about just beer, Chad? How about you just start easy, just beer and you have to drink less like wean yourself down on the on the Tell your wife you're gonna be like, like no, potentially liquor. raging drunk the first week. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find myself. Whiskey, 
Whiskey, I'm going to try to like go from whiskey and take myself down to a, a, a okay dose to where I don't got <laughs> to get fat or, or nothing. I can just yeah, still be never, drunk. You never heard of anyone having a whiskey belly? No, hell no. No, no. <laughs> no, no. Why don't you just drink Michelob Ultra? It's got less calories. Yeah, because then I drink 35 of them. <laughs> that, that, then you could have... It was like, it was like Slater's... Uh, uh, I drink Beast Light, I, you know, but but yeah, but you drink 18. a whole case of Beast Light, man. But, but you drink a whole bottom of a case on the way to the Buffalo. <laughs> he topped a whole whole fifteen of them in three hours, dude. I'm sexy and I know. What do so, you? What else do you do when you're I driving shit, in a car? No, when well, he's Jen's driving, he's in shotgun. a van. <laughs> he's right? <running> shotgun. <laughs> that we're definitely gonna have more trips like that now that we. My wife bought the new. Uh, the new car that has capacity for like seven people. I know my mom. I like my mom's vehicle for that too. But so we're gonna do it. Third row in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, third row. What is that? A um, Edge. That's an Explorer. Oh, is it? Yeah. Nice. That was a little bit loud. Sorry for everyone for the last minute and a half. <laughs> Turn this shit off right now. <laughs> what the fuck is no, this? I I do have one song I want to play for us. Uh, I don't on, know. Dude, I, I do not know why you're going back there. I really don't know why you're playing that, but that's off like you know a movie I watch at home, kid movie. So I'm letting it ride. I'm kind of thinking about the movie. What the fuck are you listening to that for? Hey guys, I really am thankful for you guys and the podcast and all the listeners. This uh, this whole year has been freaking awesome. And I, I can't think of a better way to uh, to express it to you guys than just to say thank you. And thanks for all the listeners, and thanks for sticking with us. Uh, we're going to stick around for another, hopefully, three or four years, maybe five, maybe seven. Who knows? Maybe we'll make you do 1,000 episodes. But we're coming up on 200, so we got some big stuff planned for 200. This will be like the countdown coming up, too. Yeah, I think tonight How was many, a good call. Earlier. What do we got, dude? Let's I think tonight was now. 187. So we got 13 more. So you're talking like 13 weeks. Yeah, that's a, a long months, quarter time. of a year. Think about it though. We're going into winter. It's going to be long winter. Well, it'll be spring. By I'm that sure time. you know January, February. We like to get a lot of tires on. Yeah. Because that's when everybody's sitting around in most of the area. Yeah, it's sitting in the ice cold. Nobody can. You know, we're all sitting around time. It's tying season, so or coming up on tying season. So we'll have some great tires coming up. I'm sure. You know, and whoever else wants to fit into the the time schedules, it's what we already have two guests for December lined up. Yeah, we got one yeah. for January. We're we're rolling. Oh yeah, we'll we're rolling fat, shape. man. As yeah, usual, if, again, if anybody's out there too and has someone that you know you think should be on, or let us know, reach out to us. Or if you're you know a listener and you want to come on and talk, dude. Yeah, uh, Zachary Buchanan is the. The epitome of that. He reached out and said, hey, you guys should have this on, this guy on. I forget who he said. It might have been Bill Shear. And he's like, and if you want to have me on, I'll, I'll talk for an hour. <laughs> I said, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Bill Shear would be great, but I want you. You're a listener. You know us. And that was a good show. That was a fun show to listen to. Yeah, you, you know, when you get the guys who listen for a while, you, you know, they, they can feel our passion and everybody else's, all the other guests' passion and... And they can share their own. They can feel our rhythm. And I know I could sit into Adam Carolla's podcast tomorrow and fit in. You know? I might not be the funniest person. I might might not be Bald Brian. But I could fit in. Just like any of our listeners could sit into this table and fit in. Mm -hmm. You know? 
Oh sure, yeah. And I hope you know when I when I take and I I, I love the podcast. What I take from the, any listening of any kind of talk radio is, y- you feel like you're part of of the group. You feel like you're part of what everybody's talking about. You get the inside jokes and you you feel the you know. Do you, do you see Chad going? Ah! I, I've been trying to lean back more when I do that. <laughs> so it's not on the mic so loud. Come on, his, his big belly laugh. Yeah, right there. The big belly laugh. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome, yeah. though. You can feel that. That's, that's awesome. That comes from a place of, of, of realness. Exactly. So, like I said, and my big nose rubbing on the microphone all the time, that comes from a place of realness. I, I can't help myself. And if you guys hear it, it sounds like this. <laughs> it's a real it, thing. I'm sorry. It happens. <laughs> so we we do really want to thank you, you listeners, for uh, for dealing with us and putting up with us. And uh, we you're the reason we do this shit. At the end of the day. Yeah. It's a fun year. It's been a good one so far. A couple weeks left. Coming up to the end of it, yeah. Whoa, whoa, don't go fucking rushing things, because this one doesn't blew by. So <laughs> yeah, a couple still, weeks left, man. We, uh, we still got it. we got all of December to make you know sparks here, so see oh, what I happens. It's going to be I'm, hopefully I'm, a good re- remaining part of the year, and we'll get some big I'm fish ready here. to get my raft in the water. I, I hear we're expecting a, a, like a, a bad, bad winter. I'm, I'm ready to float. Put a, put a big trout in them. Put a big trout in the boat. It's about that time. Give him the rest for this whole November. You should just come steelhead fishing with me. <laughs> Wake your silly ass up and go steelhead. You want to catch a 20-inch trout? I can yeah. catch a bunch of those. Yeah. They're all Not they're those ones, though. They're all 20-inch, dude. Different. Every single one. Every single one's 20 inches. Last year, I mean, we didn't put a huge trout in the boat, but we were catching trout at this time of year. I know Chad put a decent little trout in the boat right around this time of year. It's probably... I think it was December thirteenth. Yeah, a decent little brookie. And yeah, caught a decent little trout before that. I never and trout uh, on top of it. I've never been around a big brown. You know, I I want to be. I'm hoping next week is. Never uh, been to the hood, huh, Chad? No, man. <laughs> no, brother. <laughs> big brown, oh big brown. You gotta get next to big brown. I'm gonna I'm gonna cozy up next to big brown this week. Man, you know yellow, man. Throw the yellow. Maybe some man. Start getting into the red oranges. Leave that leave that chartreuse away. I don't throw chartreuse for, for trout. No, not for the not for those ones. No, not for actually any. actually that one hit a chartreuse bead. <laughs> I <laughs> fucking guaranteed it was either that or a white death, and I'm I'm almost positive the other one hit the white death. That one hit a chartreuse bead. You, when you take pictures this year, when I, I'm photographing you with uh with my good camera, uh huh, I want you to smile. Pretend like you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at the fish, man, taking it all in, man. Just look at that look on stupid trout. No, 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 face. no, no, no. I was just looking at him, man. You look like someone shit on your Wheaties. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up, take my picture. I gotta no, take it though. It was a cold day at like the end of like the His last day. His face looks like fucking turkey dinner on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Just hit the floor. You carry a load of crap around your pants for like eight hours before that picture. Wait. We have you look four, miserable. four pictures of us all holding fish up around here, and none of us are smiling. No, no, no cheese ball pictures. No, there isn't one smile. <laughs> yeah. Don't want smile. <laughs> You're right. We didn't come here to be happy. It's the somber hero shot. 
Man, my fish is so small. My fish is so small. I'm squinting at it. <laughs> no. But you know, that, that was an awesome. Mine picture. looks like someone hit in the face with a two by four. <laughs> <laughs> Poor fish, man. Carp's got no upper lip and all bottom lip. <laughs> it looks like Bubba Gump. Yeah. It looks like it rubbed up on the wall there for like seventy five years <laughs> trying to get the fucking pieces of bread that people are throwing at it. Uh, it while while Chad's standing but, here under a fucking waterfall, then he's holding that a musky. Have a weird mouth too. Yep, yeah, like that musky had gingivitis, the yeah. gum disease. Gingivitis. No, no, he was snarling like a boxer. It, his lip was stuck up over his one tooth, like, and that's how it stayed. That's, that's one of the fish we'll never forget there, though. The Literally. If we hook a fish right here, we're blowing into the bank. Fish! Fish! On! <laughs> okay, we're blowing into the we're, bank. We were in the bank. We were right in the bank, that, like that right now. That picture's we're, we're stuck on the bank. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like 30-mile-an-hour wind right when it hit. He hooked, and it just blew us straight into the bank. Yeah, hopefully you get a big brown up there, man. I don't care what I get. I I just want to... I'm there to have a good time. <laughs> You've got a lake trout, right? I've caught one lake trout. And a chip tooth. And I chipped my tooth up there on that river. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I might I might take my mouth guard. <laughs> you know, I don't want to chip another tooth. That sucked. <laughs> How many times have you been up there? Once or twice? Twice. Dude, so the poutine... That we're going to get at this restaurant one night, man. It's right there. So, are we not taking grills? Uh, we should probably take the grills for other nights, but I'm just saying, you know, that night, one night we need to go to that restaurant. No. It's a good, nice place to go. That's not fun. too expensive. Beer's cheap, whatever, and, and the food's great. If, you know, beer, if beer's cheap and it, food's not too expensive, let's just fucking eat there. <laughs> we ate there every night last yeah. year. Like, last There's year it was like, hey, where do you want to go to eat? Let's just go down there because we know what's there. We're going to get more fries and gravy and more good food. And we can walk home. <laughs> I'm going to try what you had last night. Yeah, and it's like a stone's throw from where we were staying. So we're like, oh, let's just go there, dude. It's so easy, man. It's pretty good pizza. Oh, Nicky's going to be pissed because he, he works in like a high-luxury living bar. This has good food, <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, they got like Rubens, like a, a good Ruben, man. It was, it was the food was good. Yeah, no, I'm teasing, man. It wasn't. I mean, it, we're not taking Nikki to a dive bar. No, it's not. <laughs> I wouldn't ca- quite call it a dive. It's, it's not, a good local place. It's not Nancy's. It's one of those little like local <laughs> gems you find that have great food. Honestly, the food was the best. That's what most people go there for. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah, find one of the little. It's like a little local place. We're like, oh, this is great. So, yeah, that's what we did last year, but I don't, I don't know. We can do whatever. We'll see. No, there's good pizza right there. If you need to run up, somebody got to send somebody for lunch or something. Five we w- minutes, there's... Uh, <laughs> we went know, and dried our clothes and got stuff. Subway for lunch one day and went back down the river. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I, I went to, to Sam's Club today and got tons of snacks. Uh I might just cut everything in half because I don't figure Monday we're gonna need snacks. We're leaving halfway through the day, right? Yeah. So, might as well just uh. We're gonna fish the morning until like you know you feel like till one. Till you feel like you fulfilled what you need to do there. That's how I feel. Go by it. I'm like. Yeah. Me and Justin were like, all right, he got one. He got a fish or two in the last day, and then like the one last day, and I'm like. All right, I need one more fish, man. I need one more fish. I caught one more fish. I'm like, all right, all right, I feel good. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's let's yeah. roll on a high note. Let's get out of here. And it was around, you know, noon, one o'clock. So hey, then you roll. Yeah. No, yeah. that's fine. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not preparing snacks for that day. No. But Saturday and Sunday, I have a ton of snacks, and I'm just gonna split them down the middle. 
half of them Saturday, half of them Sunday, and then we'll be gold. The old fat guys will need them. Yes, yeah, me. I go. I go. That's ha- me. I go hard, man. <laughs> I go hard. I. I go hard, but I like <laughs> dude, I like to be fed. Yeah, I, I I just I just will run and run and run and run myself. I don't care. I got my net. I'm gonna stitch Sweet. my net. I'm gonna stitch my net up this week. Uh, Peachy's uh, bringing his too. Okay. And I know Evans has a couple of nice ones. Okay. So, but like I almost lost one last year when we caught that fish last year. I I. Again, with the same thing I did with that bath. <laughs> the net goes in the water. <laughs> nobody else, you nobody else, as I have, well, how, I'm going to pick that fish up with two in hands. In Niagara, you're just dropping it. What else? Who's can I pick the, the fucking net up too? Some, no, the guys taking the pictures or helping me out are supposed to grab the goddamn net. Well, thank God, right behind me, or right below that, that's actually looking up the river, uh, right below that was a big tree in the water. I go back down, and Evan's net is like smashed up and stuck in this tree. And I'm like, thank God it is in that tree. Because if it wasn't, it was in the bottom of the river. And I was owing Evans a new net. And I didn't want to have to go buy another new net because I'm terrible with nets, apparently. I should have just I should have just eerie shuffled the thing onto the fucking <laughs> bank and fucking picked it up. But So wait, so wait, it was out last year? Oh, that was last year, so yeah. So it, within one year, three nets gone. No, no, I, no. Two. Just only, yours? Only two. Just yours? You oh. and your dad lost that one. Was, that was a couple years ago. Yeah, that's yeah, we, You no, lost one out on the lake. Yeah, that we was this year. For bass. Yeah, 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 that was the right second one. That was number two. Okay, 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 okay. That was two. All right, all right. And then you almost lost this. So that's that's three. So so three that one, but that one came back. That get one came back in that tree. I went down to the tree, and then there were, it was sitting there in the tree. And I'm like, oh, thank God you for you. You didn't even know you lost it at the time. No, no. Oh, we were, you know, I was I was riding a pretty big high there, Chad. That's you a, were on that's, Mr. Brown. Yeah, that was, that, was a, that was a big, big brown trout. I was I was riding her high. You know, you know when I you was took the last picture with your camera, it was about to be the, the only last one, that's the only that net. That's the only f- picture of, of all of them that I had to have a smile on my face. I swear, every other every other picture was like this. Oh, yeah. If anyone didn't see that, that's a super cheese face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ear to ear. But. Looked like you're fishing in my spot. It was right in your spot, dude. It looks really in my <laughs> spot. <laughs> it was right in your spot. Like, that looks right like above. my rock in the background right there. That's the rock I caught it off of. You told me stand on that rock. I was like, I ah, yeah, probably have some of Jace. It's just Penner Beach. Hey, all you Penners, get out of my way. Were you giving the Penner elbows? Dad and, Dad and Justin hooked into some other great Browns down there. So, I said we, uh, we call it a night tonight, yeah. and we come back with our... Or Mr. Brownstone stories about brown who, trout. Who do we got on next week? We got nobody. nobody. That's right. We're off next week. Never mind. Nobody next week, and then who the week after? Nick Puger. Yeah, buddy. Oh, dude, he does some awesome work. Uh, I've seen some a lot of hunting stuff from mm-hmm. him. Uh, Vantage Point different. Media. Yeah, he he's a pretty awesome, awesome That'd character. Be a real good one. Outdoorsman of all sorts. Yep. Elk, so, muley, everything. Got the Pearl eye board. with the camera and uh, knows all the technical stuff behind it. Tonight's show brought to us by Predator Flagger. Check them out at PredatorFlagger.com. A-Rex Hooks. Check them out at A-Rexhooks.com. Sims Fishing. You can find them at SimsFishing.com. Uh, I also I, I bought a pair of waders and a pair of boots. Uh, I'm going to use them up in the Niagara for the first time. I haven't got to use them yet, so when we come back, I'll be giving a good review on them. Just what I thought. Uh, we're gonna take some pictures they of fit him, good, like though. a model before. They fit good we're, though. You're gonna get all suited up, and we're gonna Chad get a get a couple of photos. They have like some water like photos. 
and uh, I'm sure you could, we could put those, make some spoofs with them, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Look at my Sims. I just got a new coat. Hey man. Before we leave, congrats on that. That's nice shit. Before yeah. we leave, you're gonna get all suited up and sit on a bed of my truck. I'm going to do a photo shoot on the bed of the truck. No, no. Where <laughs> in your where in your Christmas picture? There you go. Yeah. That's a good one. Sims. Sims all the way to the toe. Hey. Also, check out Yeti. Find them at Yeti.com. Hey, Urban Fly Company and Why Not Fishing. And it's always a little bit better than before. We got to say Eric's Hooks also. Check them out. Good stuff. Yeah, brother. We're, we're in the... Urban Fly Company Studios. Downtown Lostville. In Urban Fly Company Studios. 